Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday. Welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. I'm Isaiah, and we got a special guest with us today, Mr. Indiana Bourbon, Dirk Finn. Yes, yeah. thanks for having me. No, thanks for being on. Uh, if you are on Instagram or Facebook and you're into the bourbon world in Indiana, you probably already know this guy. He does a lot of great uh, fundraising and bottle releases, and we're going to talk about that a little bit today. So we're excited to do that. Also want to do a quick shout out. We uh, signed a sponsorship with Seven Strong Brand. Yeah. And um, here in a little while, Isaiah's going to tell you a little bit about their brand and, yeah, and where I to will. find them and all that good stuff because <laughs> it's on his phone now. It so is on my phone He's going to do that. Now. Great. Uh, they're a new sponsor. We want to welcome, welcome them to the family as well. Um, today, we're going to be smoking the 601 Yellow. This is the new one from um, Espinosa with a San Andreas wrapper and a Nicaraguan binder and filler. Yeah. And... Uh, what we're drinking today, well, looks like we'll be getting into a couple things. We're going to be. The pairing is going to be. With the final third pick, Starlight Rye Finished in Port Barrels. This is a four-year rye, um, 105.6 proof. It's kind of, it does the Midwinter Night's Dram thing. So if that's yeah. something that interests you, this is the pour for you. So I want to say is make sure you get fairly close to the mic. Gotcha. It doesn't pick up great. Okay. Um, have you had this one before? I can't remember I if have. you ever had yeah, it. Okay, I okay. It here. It's a good one. Okay, good. I couldn't remember if you had that one. Have you had all three of our picks now that are up there? The Peach Street? Have you had that one? That's our uh, Yes, yes. I've got okay. that one. Okay. Yeah, real good stuff. Yeah. Totally. Cool. And if you need more, just grab it. Right on. Go. Well. So, yeah, that'll be repairing for the day. But uh, Dirk's brought a few nice things for us to try through. These are all picks that you've done? No, none of these oh. are my picks. These, these are all just picks. some things I didn't know if you guys have had before or not. So, okay. Uh, the Lost Barrel, seven-year-old bourbon from uh, Bear Wallow Distillery. Uh, I've got the now four-finger distillery, uh, Wheat Whiskey, six-year-old. And then the 18th Street Distillery, four-year-old bourbon. This is the one that uh, was released at Costco earlier this year. Oh, or awesome. last year, created quite a bit of buzz, real good stuff. And then... Hard Truth, Sweet Mash Rye, the Chocolate Malt. Awesome. Let's give that a shot. Cool. So did 1205 change their name? They did. They okay. did. They are now the Four Finger Distillery. Okay. Uh, if you don't know the story behind that. I guy, do, but tell yeah, it, please. Yeah. Uh, the distiller there, the building the distillery, he cut his little finger off. Uh, so now he's got a hand with four fingers. Now they are the Four Finger Distillery. That's wow. pretty so cool. So why did they change it? Just because they changed their address? It's I'm not, not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly why they changed, but I like it. I like the change. I do too. That's like pretty cool. One story behind it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four finger. Well, everybody has to have a story to tell, and that's a good one that's to right. tell yeah. for sure. So. Absolutely. Quite a sacrifice there. Quite <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yes. That is. Yeah. So um, on the cold draw of this cigar, there's quite a bit of. Uh, it's almost that raisin or fig type sweetness and chocolate. Very raisiny too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Which I would expect from a San Andreas over Nicaraguan. So that's what I would expect too. So I know you're not smoking today with us, but we're gonna go ahead and light up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So one thing I do want to want you to do. I mean, do you have like a little bit of a like a stump speech on what you do with Indiana Bourbon, and maybe start getting into talking a little bit about that? Yeah. Um. It's been about what, six years ago now. We started the Instagram page, uh, Indiana Bourbon. 
we thought at the time there was a lot of younger distilleries in Indiana since you couldn't distill really until 2013. So we wanted to kind of start spreading the word on uh, what Indiana was doing in the, in the spirits world. We thought there was kind of a hole in the marketplace and I was really kind of uh, promoting them as a whole. And I saw a lot of potential in what was going on. So uh, we thought, well, let's start this page, maybe get a few hundred people to talk whiskey with you yeah. know, over time. And somehow it just kind of grew uh rapidly grew to about 30,000 some now. So, wow. Uh, yeah. And we still do what we start out doing. We want to promote Indiana distilled spirits. They have all got significantly better as, as time goes on, as we all know. With <laughs> That's whiskey. for like, sure, yeah. 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 Uh, it takes time to make good whiskey. You can't just produce it, and it just happens like that. So we've got whiskey now up to the eight-year range in this state, which uh, which is phenomenal. It and is some awesome. of the stuff, you hit four years, it's kind of a magical number, four years and more, so... Most of our distilleries here are hitting that mark these days, if not a little bit past that. So uh, getting to promote these guys is even easier than it ever was before because <laughs> it's really good whiskey now. So, so when you were cool. starting off, you were like, well, I guess I'm just spreading the word. I don't like <laughs> yeah. to drink it. Hey, but hey, We've got whiskey here, and it's aging, everybody. It, so uh, Eventually, we, it will be okay. Right, yeah. yes. Yeah. It, was, it was trying to find potential in something super young, yeah. and we think we did that with a few brands, and some brands have surprised us. The older they got, they just got phenomenal. So uh, yeah. we're quite proud of a lot of the distilleries here in Indiana, and that we're going to keep pushing them uh, as much as we can. That's cool. Good. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. And um, even more so than just that, I know you do a lot with the End of Watch program and, and some of those other things. Do you want to? Can you get into that a yeah, little bit, too? Yeah. Uh, people don't really realize. I was a bartender for three years, uh, the main event in Indianapolis. Uh, then I got hired in the police department at Brownsburg. <laughs> so I've been doing that for 17 years now. So I've, I've seen a lot of things over my career. Uh, been close and kind of touched by a lot of line duty deaths around this area, unfortunately. So I thought, we've got this following. Let's try to do something positive with it. So... Um, police officers as a whole are kind of this group of degenerates and fun people that like to have whiskey <laughs> and they drink bourbon and all that stuff. Yeah. I thought this is the perfect time to kind of pair the two communities because they kind of intermingle anyway. Yeah. So um, in last year when uh, Officer Noah Chavez got killed in the line of duty, it was kind of one of those things. It, just kind of, it all came together for me. I thought this is our moment now to start doing something positive uh, with the things we've kind of built. So. Uh, getting to meet his family and his officer, or his father now is a reserve officer at Elwood Police Department, which is an unbelievable thing. Wow. Kind of a tribute to his son to kind of keep that legacy going. And then when Sierra Burton got uh, shot and killed, we knew that, okay, this is something we're going to sustain and we're going to raise funds and have money available for these families. So what we're doing now is trying to keep, uh, we started a 501c3, the End of Watch Legacy Fund, and we're going to try to keep about $10,000 uh, set aside so any line of duty death, we can cut the family a check immediately. Oh, that's um, awesome. And there's a lot of insurance and things that goes into line of duty deaths, but those things take time. When you lost a loved one, last thing you want to worry about is how am I going to pay my mortgage or something like that. So yeah. uh, we're going to do that for them. Good. Um, awesome. We've raised almost $50,000 in the first, what, nine, ten months of this wow. organization oh, yeah. so far. So, And thanks to you guys for hosting, being a place for people to come and like kind of gather and like you know pick up some of these things we're doing. <laughs> Uh, means a lot to us. Couldn't do it without you guys. Well, I tell you well, what, the people that you send over here genuinely treat the shop well. They really they do. They support as well. So, yeah, like, that's awesome, and that's what our hope is. We want which to. doesn't happen with every club that yeah. does <laughs> no. here. No. Yeah, we've been fortunate to have a lot of good people follow over the years. People that kind of interact quite a bit. Um, and said so the police world is really tied into the whiskey world anyway. They yeah. just didn't realize, you know, the network has become so big now, which is awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, hopefully we raise money and never have to give it out again. That'd be great. But unfortunately, we know the world we live in that it's going to happen again. So right. uh, we're going to be prepared for that. So we're Damn. doing barrel picks and raising uh, funds through uh, auctions and some swag. We got a lot of stuff working on challenge coins and bottle tags and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing right now. And hopefully totally. uh, it continues. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for doing all that, too. I mean, we and thanks for, you know, you serving our communities, too. Um, I, we have a really good um, presence of, of officers and detectives and firefighters, all the first responders coming in here all the time. Yeah. And I love being able to provide a comfortable place for people to come and, and relax and get yeah. away from the stress of your day to day every day. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a, something we need. And I think drinking, you know, pouring one out for your buddy, stuff like that, something goes back as far as spirits go back. Yeah. So. I think it was a perfect combination. Uh, kind of drank one for your buddy, your fallen hero, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cheers to you, buddy. Cheers. cheers. Thank you, guys. No, thank you. Yeah, we we like to cheers because that means we drink more. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so right off the light on this cigar, it's quite a bit of that almost toast note and chocolate. Uh, what do you get on the retro hill, Rob? Definitely get some, um, it's not just, it's not black pepper. It's more red pepper and, and baking spices. Yeah. Is what I'm getting there. Absolutely. And with the, uh, with the whiskey, it just brings out some of that fruit note. It definitely does. Um, kind of almost like a, a chocolate and I don't know what fruit, maybe like a, like a, a cranberry or something like that. I can see that. Acidity to it. Yeah. But, uh, very, very good combo. Um, I love the retro on this thing because I do like that nice spicy retro hell on yeah. it too. So yeah, absolutely, that's good. What do you get on this whiskey, man? How do you like man, this? I love it. I yeah. love it. I mean, you know, we've talked plenty of times about <laughs> finished starlight bourbon and rye and all that stuff. Some of the best whiskey there is out there, and they're not just taking the people think you're going to finish whiskey. You're going to take bad whiskey, try to make it good. They take good whiskey, and make it great. So uh, huge fan, huge yeah. fan of this one. Good, and you've done several starlight. Um, yes. Barrel picks, yes. quite a few. Um, I know you've done a lot of the cigar batches. Have you yep. done other ones besides? I think you have. Yeah, yeah. We've done yeah. a rye. We did a rye together. Yeah, uh, that's HS right. Indie that's rye, right. Which is one of the best ryes out there. Uh, phenomenal pick, I think. I think it's still sitting around. Yeah, which is unbelievable to me. Well, uh, it's because Elite Beverages kind of screwed the pooch and only let people <laughs> buy one. I do one per that. person per day. Yeah. For like the first week of it. And it's like, this is a starlight ride. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. there is no secondary value here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's phenomenal stuff. Yeah. But we've done a French oak, uh, part of the fundraiser we did a few months or months or two ago. Yeah. That's right. Maybe my favorite bottle so far was that French oak. Really? And then a little sneak peek here. We just picked a half barrel of maple syrup finish. Oh, nice. That's going to come out probably in June sometime. Uh, so bourbon? Nobody knows that yet. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bourbon. I keep uh, trying to talk them into doing a maple finish rye. I don't know why I haven't seen it yet. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't think I have one at home. Well, I think the one we got here was the first port finished rye that okay. they had released. It was in the first run that uh, they first did. first run yeah. that they did. And I think they've released a couple since. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they're always they're always experimenting. I'm, I'm sure they probably are experimenting on that somewhere. But it's a lot easier to sell a bourbon than it is a rye. It is. Like, it, is. it is. Yeah. It is. Believe me, that I being, know. That being said... <laughs> Starlight's ryes are better than their bourbons. They are. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I like yeah. both, but the rye is the best rye going. Yeah. Like it really is. And I do like their maple finish. Um, I've got one of the one of the first maple finishes that they put out that I know of. Mm -hmm. 
and um, I really like it. I mean, it's it's definitely for a sweet sweet yeah. fan. Yeah. I mean, the one I got was very very sweet. Mm -hmm. It was it was almost too it was too sweet for him. He didn't really. Yeah. I mean, you, you like the flavors. Yeah. It was just way too sweet. I believe they've changed where they were getting the syrup from, the okay. barrels from. So I and I think they and it's what I love about Starlight is they start out good. But then they, they kind of like they maneuver things to make it even better on the next. Well, they're always you know just I mean? trying so, stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of great that they're not just stuck in the rut. And yes. Like, here's a yes. Starlight port finish. It's yeah. going right. to taste exactly like right. the rest of our right. port right. finishes. Yeah. They're all different. And I do think they're getting better. So uh, this is my favorite maple. When we tried that barrel, I was like, this is it. This yeah. is the one right yeah. here. So I'm about to buy one of those from you. That's something <laughs> I know. I, I love maple Absolutely. bourbon. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So who are some of your – so let's talk underrated Indiana distilleries. Who are okay. who should – who are you going to put on people's radar that they need to watch out for? Well, I think we've all – Like I'd Starlight. say Starlight, <laughs> Old 55, Hard Truth are at the top of the Indiana chain yeah. right now. I think my, my – what I always say when someone says, like, what's the best kept secret in Indiana whiskey, it's Bear Wallow for me. Um, I, I love what they're doing. Their rye has won my rye awards uh, – a handful of years over the last few years and now their bourbon's getting like i said we got seven year old on this table right here and it's great stuff so it's a small place down there uh southern indiana they don't do a whole lot of social media stuff but their whiskey's phenomenal i, think. I agree and they're not far from hard truth are they no and they're just 10 a few minutes, minutes maybe yeah, yeah. yeah maybe that and they sell like their flavored moonshines and things are phenomenal it's not everybody's thing and it's a lower proof moonshine not like something came out of the steel you know what i mean yeah uh but it's phenomenal stuff really good it's natural flavors not artificial stuff and it's really good down there that, i love it that's awesome. I, I made a visit down there too and got to try through some of their older stuff and i my my cousin bought me a bottle of the Nalbone cast strength yeah. and brought it up there and it was i think five or six years that one was uh -huh. and it was great i'm like yeah. Why have I not had this before? Yeah, yeah. So that's one that I've actually had on my radar to possibly do a pick with mm -hmm. later down the road, too. Yeah. yeah. People that have it love it. They just say, well, how come I never knew about this before? Most people don't even, like, they're pretty big on Instagram, never heard of Bear Wallow Distillery. So, man, they're the best kept secret out there right now. Uh, and I think second to them would be 18th Street Distillery way up north. I've actually never been to the distillery yet. I keep yeah. putting it on my list to do. And then we had a child and all these things going. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we haven't made the trip yeah, up yeah. there. Uh, but they're doing a lot of they're good stuff. They're in uh, Hammond? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Which I don't even know where that is, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like two and a half hours from here. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably 20, 20 minutes to half an hour south of Chicago. I think something like that, yeah, isn't it? Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. But they're, they're, you'll find them in Costco now. They're doing a lot of finishing, kind of like Starlight. So uh, great up and coming uh, yeah. distillery. I think sure. the one that I had uh, that I've tried was a younger one. I don't think it was this one you said is four years? Yes, four years old. I think the one I had was their first release in two years. And it yeah. was okay. Yeah. But you got to get to four years. Yeah. yeah. Four years is a magical number. Yeah. It really, yeah. really is. Yeah. Well, very cool, yeah. man. That's and we great. can, if you want more glasses, we can get them on these or we can just drink this down and then start switching over and try them. It if all you're works cool with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We we have this thing on the show where well you, you know, brought you brought Mrs. Indiana Bourbon to pedal you around. Did. I did, I did. <laughs> she yeah, did. she's driving me today. She's I appreciate a, it. Well, and the the cool thing is, she gets here at noon, and the first thing she starts with is 135. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's my awesome. type of girl. Honestly, yeah, awesome. most people don't realize she got me into whiskey. So oh, really? it's all thanks to you over there. Appreciate that's awesome. You. <laughs> <laughs> so she's the one that tells you what to do. That's so right. Saying, I that's got right. you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. I'm just the pretty face. She's actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, geez. 
That's how it works around here. Rob like has big ideas and Lisa gets them done. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pretty, much. pretty much. She, made, she makes sure things happen. That happens yeah. all the time. I'll say, man, what do you think about this idea? And everyone's like, oh, that's a great idea. And Lisa's like, well, how do you think we do? I'm like, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the idea guy here. That's right. That's right. Detail sucks. So goofy. Oh. Um, so you said you so you mentioned those two. Um, have you done much with Spirits of French Lick yet? We haven't done a pick. I want to do a pick with them eventually. I love what Alan's doing over there. Uh, I, he's that guy. If like the zombies come, the world's ending, like you can put that guy on an island, he'll be able to make you whiskey out of something. He's like the <laughs> yeah. MacGyver of, of distilling, I think. Yes, he's uh, amazing. The, the, this, the, the way his mind works and the way he creates spirits is phenomenal. Um, it, again, it's another two and a half hour drive to get there, so we haven't yeah. seen a lot of him, unfortunately. Yeah. But I do think he, he's as good a distillery as you'll find in this country. I, I think he could go to Buffalo Trace tomorrow and run that place as good or better than it's being run. I, I think agree. He works that way, so he, he's kind of the hidden gem as far as distillers go. Yeah. Uh, people know who Alan is. I mean, the work he's done speaks for itself. But yeah, uh, it's just so creative. Like, I think he's got a seven uh, grain bourbon. That I've been trying to find for like a year. And I think Big Red did a pick recently. I've seen hmm. somebody post a pick, but I went my Big Reds, couldn't find it. Uh, stuff like stuff like seven grain bourbon. People aren't doing that stuff for right. the most part, you know. Well, and, and the up. question is like, why? Yeah. But it's because he wants to. Because yeah. he wants like, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. And that's yeah. Alan. He's like, yeah. I mean, he does his own thing, and I love that about him. Well, I was down there because we're gonna do a pick with him in July. Okay. And we're looking doing a cast drink brandy pick. Yeah. And some of his cast drink brandy's yes. coming in like 150 yeah. proof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so we were looking at that, and he, I was down there talking to him and going through some of the stuff. The dude, it was his birthday, and, okay. he, and he, he was there hanging out with me. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm getting ready to go back home because i got to tap the maple trees to get the syrup out of there, and I'm growing mushrooms over here doing this. And I'm like, the dude's just, I mean, yeah. when they call himself the alchemist, he really is. He's doing all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. to figure out what he can do with vegetables and, and maple syrup and, yeah. and do it all. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, it, he, he's a different breed. For he sure. is. Like, he is. But getting talking, man, hit the history he knows about yeah. Southern Indiana yeah. and uh, the whiskey boom down there and all that. It's just pretty amazing. Yeah, he's he's true I never knew. I mean, he he's is. like certified. Like he knows what's going on. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm looking forward to meeting him when we go down yeah. for that pick because yeah. I haven't I, met him yet, but I know him from his Instagram oh, presence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's. It. I love it. I, love I started listening. To, I've started so listening much, to some but... of his podcasts too, and mm -hmm. I mean, he's just a wealth of knowledge. I he mean, yeah. it didn't matter what you're talking about; he knows something yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite are his uh, Instagram live rant videos. Oh, I haven't. Seen oh those. yeah, you should see him <laughs> oh, up yeah. on there. He's a good time. People join his live, and he'll just like chew them out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to wonder what Alan's thinking. That's why. No, I like about yeah, it. he'll tell funny. you. Yeah, he was pulling out a bunch because I took some cigars down there and he was pulling out all these little half bottles of the last bit of what was left of something they did. Yeah. And, and it was a lot of fun. Um, we'll have to talk about that. Maybe we can do a collaboration pick or something yeah, absolutely. with him. I love that. That might be a good way to do that. Yeah. Be Which great. is something that I know we've talked about. We'd like to do some, yes. some collaboration yeah. picks. I think that'd be a lot of fun. It would allow us and you to be getting half the barrels so it's a little easier mm -hmm. to move them and, yeah. and do an extra pick. Uh, Dirk's way. not having issues moving what? barrels no, lately. We've been fortunate, <laughs> we've been fortunate yeah. here lately. So, uh, so yeah. the, the, the cause we've been raising money for, people really support, which, yeah. you know, you always going into it, you hope for success, and it's yeah. been wild. I mean, we're selling stuff out in one, two, three minutes, and it's like, well, this is beyond my wildest dreams. Yeah. Uh, 
but it's, it's just our ideas and everybody. Luckily, your happy. Shopify page will tell people like, "Hey, it's sold out." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, some of them aren't that good. Yeah. <laughs> We've had some issues, but we're, we're working through the bugs. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, that one thing I thought was pretty cool, too, is, you know, the, the, these end-of-watch programs and the, the badges you're putting on the bottles and yeah. everything, it's just it's a tribute. But what I thought was really cool is most of the people that have bought those, and literally, you get on the website, first come, first serve. Yeah. You buy it. Yeah. Almost every person that I've seen come through here to pick them has been either an officer or an officer's family. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, it's not the flippers buying bottles to see no, what they no. can make out of yeah. these people that actually want the bottle. They may never open it, right? But they want that bottle because they want to also give to the to the yeah. cause. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I've and not seen any flippers coming in here getting your right. picking up your yeah. bottles, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those cigar batch, I mean, you know, those, they have a good secondary market on them. I know they're starting they to do. get out there more and more now, but yeah. Uh, we price them to raise money for the, the cause and at the same time kind of price out the flippers and it's kind of worked perfectly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, right now Starlight Cigar Batch has gone down to like 150 on yeah. secondary. Yeah. And that's like it's kind of nice to see. But yeah. I, I think they did it strategically, just kind of putting more and more out onto the market. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Of course it's a big moneymaker for Starlight too. Yeah. So. And it's one of my favorites. I know it's it's one of those things you love it, you don't like it. I'm on the love it camp. Like yeah. I, I can't get enough of it. And this rye one we just did my favorite one. Uh, so far, it's still yeah. like right on yeah. top of oh, yeah. the cigar batch, Ambrana barrels. It's like that's the perfect mix for me. So. My favorite cigar batch I ever got was your first uh, cigar batch bourbon. Okay, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that with the with the tag. You yeah, know? Uh, the Starlight tag. <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of what started all the tags. For yeah, me. so let's start working this. And like that's a really cool idea, and they're kind of collectible. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're just gonna be putting little horses on top right. of your wax tip bottles. <laughs> yeah, little please, please yeah. cards. Yeah. <laughs> I might do that. That's a good right yeah. stuff. We well, thought like let's do something where even if you drink the bottle, you can still have some memorabilia, something to remember the officers by, stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and you do a lot of awesome things like this. You know, this is a massive challenge coin, but yeah. it's really not a challenge coin. It's a it's a spinner, first uh -huh. of all. But so you got on one side spinner with a with a hand on it. You can play a game with your buddies around the table, and whoever it lands on, they buy. But the other side is a flavor table or a flavor uh, chart, which you can go through and you can figure out. You know, if you're trying to figure out a flavor and you go into the spice area, you can kind of break it down and mm. figure out. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, we thought tasting well you can put in your pocket was a, was a good thing. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah, I really enjoy that, and I've I've had a lot of people seeing it, and I kind of want to get some made. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we'll but that's a great idea. And yeah. you, I mean, you've done some other challenge coins, and um, you've done a lot of different things like that, and you've been you've stayed on top of it, being you know very active and doing new things all yeah. the time. And that's, I think that keeps people excited. Also, it's easier to raise money when something new is coming out all the right. time. Yeah. Um, so I think that's great. Yeah. I need to get a, do better at that here. <laughs> it, it, it's tough because you got to come up with something new, you know, every so often. And yeah. what hasn't been done before. Yeah. That's kind of always been the challenge. It's like, uh, it's well, got to be tough. You, people are now are expecting something new. Yeah, that's, from yeah. You. It starts getting tougher when people have expectations. Before, right. like, who's this idiot talking about whiskey? It's like, well, now we've got some things going on. So we've yeah. got a lot more things kind of, you know, in the works, got a few ideas sitting out there already. We're going to try to get some more challenge coins. We have that maple uh, barrel pick coming. We got uh, maybe half a dozen other barrel pick opportunities that we're trying to figure out. So awesome. uh, it's, yeah. it's going to be a busy uh, summer and fall, I think, <laughs> which, which is good. We're going to raise crazy. good money and have yeah. that stuff set aside in case we ever need it. So, That's cool. Yeah. Well, we we were kind of floored uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago. We got a, a call from um, 
the, I don't know if you know Brent Holverson, Evan Hill oh, rep, okay. yeah. and he asked if we wanted to do an Elijah Creek barrel proof yeah. pick. I'm, we're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. Think about that for two seconds. <laughs> so we went down there and did that, and that was yeah. an amazing experience. Yeah. And uh, if it wasn't for Brent, we would have never gotten that pick. Oh, it's, you know, I mean, it's, one it's year in business. Picks anymore. Like, it uh, is. Just being so young, too. And hopefully now that we're in, we're in. Yeah, yeah. So we got awesome. a really awesome bottle coming. Looking forward to that. But, uh, no, it, it's it's really cool because it sounds like distilleries are trying to work with you now yeah, because of yes. what you're doing. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. which is something we never saw coming. I mean, we we do the Indian and Bourbon Awards, and yeah. they're all hand stamped. So, by so, so talked about talk t- tell these people about the Indian. Yeah, Bourbon yeah. Awards. It's, it's something we do annually. Usually, it's around October, November, something like that. And we try to over the year, which it's getting tough these days. We try to get a hold of as many bottles as we can. So. I don't ever ask for anything. I buy everything I, I, I get. I mean, almost. I mean, sometimes people send me stuff, which is great because my budget, I am a police officer still. <laughs> I have a two-year-old kid, so shout out to anybody that sends me anything. Uh, but we'll never ask for it. So yeah. we like supporting the distilleries with our own actual bourbon dollars. Uh, so every year we try to collect as many single barrels as we can, uh, distillery releases, group barrel picks, and then we give out awards for best Indiana bourbon, best Indiana rye, uh, best Indiana whiskey overall. We do single barrel bourbon, single barrel rye. Uh, we did a cocktail of the year last year, which, which we got to get her on it next time. Yeah, we yeah, got to get her and Lisa on the cocktail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you make an Indiana <laughs> cocktail, Indiana spirits, like you're in line for this award. So, uh, but yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. We didn't know the first year that would anybody care. Yeah, you mail these to the distilleries, and we just like, like, what is this stuff? Uh, but they love it. But you go to yeah. a bunch of these distilleries at O55. You'll Starlight, see them hanging. Yeah, they are yeah. hanging either on the bottles, on the wall. Uh, and, it, and what we like about it the most, it's not, there's no money involved. No one pays me for an award. Because that stuff goes on, believe it yeah. or not, in this industry. Yeah. You ever oh, heard yeah. of that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what we do is we taste everything. And we kind of go through it, narrow it down. And then we get down to a few final bottles. We'll start blinding those things. So. Uh, there's no favoritism. Obviously, I can kind of tell an 055 from a Starlight. I've been drinking these things for sure. a long time, so we kind of have an idea. But uh, and we've got our favorite stuff. But every year, this past year, we had some new winners, first time ever winners. Uh, but basically, we, we'll, we'll taste these things all we collected throughout the year, and then we'll award our favorites of the year, and then get those medals to the distilleries, and uh, they post about it and they hang it up. Yeah. It's been pretty awesome. And if you look at the list, I mean. It is very well thought out, but it's also pretty accurate. It's very yeah, accurate. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was teasing about the cocktail. 1205, I mean, the, the I know the the one bartender, and I can't remember her name. Um, she's a freaking amazing mixologist. Yeah. She's yeah. the one that actually helped me learn how to make a Sazerac. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I just think, I think they that's what they do the best over there are cocktails. Yeah, they have a creative list all the time. Like, I haven't really tried much of their their spirits, which we'll uh, try in a minute. Yeah. Um, the ones I did try, I was like, eh, this is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the mixology part of it, they're amazing at. Yeah. So, actually, I want to get into a couple of these yeah. if you don't mind. Absolutely. You want a new glass? No, I'm okay. You sure? Okay. So, you, 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 what are we starting out with, Dirk? Oh, boy. Uh, Elton's probably do that one last. It's more distinct. Uh, let's go. You want to do the 18th Street? Yeah. We'll this do the one it. you found. In, you can get in Costco. Uh, it sold out. Just a few days, which yeah. you got a craft distillery selling their bourbon inside Costco. Well, I remember I actually got one of these bottles. I was like, who the heck is that? And then I saw the age statement, and I was like, oh, I got to buy it. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. To, to going, I mean, going from that, who is that? I've never had anything from them to seeing, 
Oh, that's like proudly a four year. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, and I think I think 18th Street started. Was it before or after Three Floyds distilling? Because they kind of started really close to the same time. Yeah. Um, and Three Floyds, the only thing I've seen come out from them is that bubblegum bubble head, head, which is yeah. not great. It's, they had a two okay. year that was not my favorite than the four year. They four put out year this was last better. year, and I liked it quite. Well, a bit, it was so. weird because I got a shipment. Um, the the guy sent me four bottles. Two of them were two year. Two of them were four year, and they really? were the same price. Same. And the guy had no no clue that two were different okay. than the others. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. but the, you're right. The four year definitely was more yeah. distinct. And it's not one you could drink every day. It's no. one of those, it was very unique flavor profile, but I, I really like it. It's definitely one doing. if you like gumball head beer, yeah. you're going to like it yeah. as a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's good. Right now, yeah. to me, it almost tastes yeah. like they used some sort of toasted oak in it. Yeah. Like it kind of has that toasted oak almost... But I think of it as like a marshmallow uh-huh. quality. Yeah. So yeah. is this a pick? Yeah. Or is this just a release? Yeah. Okay, well, Spirit Thieves selection. Spirit Thieves, yes. Yeah, it was okay. for Costco. Okay. Uh, and it was it was the contender for our bourbon of the year last year, which like Bull 55 just beat them out there in our blinds. But That's delicious. 124 proof. Yeah, everything four, they make is coming really hot, which is fun. Like, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I like it when it when it comes in at that 120 plus range. Yeah. I mean, if it's not your jam, you can always bring it down. You can't take it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I've got a couple backups at home once I taste it. Oh, one yeah. This one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you went and grabbed a well, couple thanks, extras. Did, thanks for did. sharing them. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. That's what we try to do. Anything we get Indiana-wise, somebody wants to try it, like we'll send out samples, we'll bring bottles over. Like we want people to taste what we're doing here. So. Yeah. That's awesome. So That's you said the maple one's coming up next. Um, uh, when's the release on that? We think it'll be bottled in June. June? Uh, okay. Sometime in June. So okay. we're going to do, uh, and I haven't told anybody yet either, that uh, Noah Chenevez's anniversary was the to be the 31st of July uh, when he was shot and killed. So we're going to try to do a fundraiser with the maple syrup finish to donate to the officer, remember Officer Noah Foundation that his, okay. his family has started. So. Uh, we're going to do that, do another bottle hang of some kind. We're just kind of working on the details. Yeah. Getting kind of down to the wire here, but we got a few ideas, and we're going to always raise money and send right to his foundation. Something, um, and maybe we should be talking about this on the air, but we're going to. Um, <laughs> something I'd like to talk to you about is possibly, you know, when you do like like this release especially or any of these releases you're doing, maybe if there's a way we can work through the distributor where they could sell me a case of it or yeah. three bottles or whatever, we can put them up there with the with the badge on them, that so would be people awesome. can see them. Yeah. They can come here and try it. Yeah. And all, honestly, so, and that's what we did with the um, the sweet corn. Uh-huh. You know, yes. people come come by and got the bottle, and they saw I had one up there, and they're like, "Oh, can I try it?" Yeah. And they tried it, and like, "Oh," and they're, most of them were like, "Oh, damn!" That means now I'm gonna have to open the bottle because they weren't <laughs> yeah. planning on opening the right. bottle. I'm yeah. like, "Nah, open it and drink it." You still have the bottle. You still have the badge. Yeah. That can be your tribute. Right, and that's what, um, what the badge is for. We want people to be able to drink the whiskey and then still have that keepsake. Yeah, obviously. yeah. But if we, I'd love to work that out. If there's something, some special releases, we can. Yeah. I don't want to take away that. bottles from you, no, but no, I mean, no. obviously we'll no. buy them. But um, if we could sell them on the on the bar for people to try, awesome. yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, I would love that. And it would promote a little bit more. We could we could promote it for you. So yeah, we'll figure that, that out maybe somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Put you on the spot, you know. No, no, no. I'm fine <laughs> with that for sure. Yeah. Believe it. Our whole goal was just getting it out there to the people and raise some money for these funds. Yeah. Oh, while we got a moment, 
Wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about our new sponsor for the show, our new partner. Yes. Seven Strong Brand, which uh, makes super cool whiskey-related uh, apparel. Apparel. So yeah. they have whiskey-related stuff too. and they can, they can do any logos. I mean, they, it's not just whiskey-related, but they are very much into the whiskey-related stuff. Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to check them out, honestly, these are super comfortable. Great light material. You're out golfing. It's great. Could be could be your next bottle share T-shirt. Yeah. Know, show up in yeah. style. <laughs> so uh, check them out at seven. Uh, that's the number seven dash strong brand. Uh, no, seven dash strong dot com. And uh, you can find them on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, use the code final third for five dollars off your order. Plus free shipping. Yeah. So that's that's a great deal. I mean, you're these are these are really high end, high quality shirts. They're the shirts that have a little bit of stretch for guys like us. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But they're super comfortable. I'm like I'm wearing the long sleeve. He's wearing the short sleeve. Yeah. His is actually called the old fashioned because it's got all the old fashioned ingredients. Mine just has all the whiskey glasses on them. Twelve on uh -huh. there. Yep. I think some Woodford. And hey, some looks like there's a little buffalo right down there. Uh -huh. I saw a Blanton's on it earlier. Yeah, yep, right there. I'm a horsey chaser horsey, today. Horsey yeah. chaser. <laughs> but you know, we're actually going to have some uh, some shirts made up with our logo on them somewhere, and do some things on it too. But um, if you're a business that is not involved with whiskey, they can do stuff for you too. They can make custom shirts for you. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out. Yeah. They're, they're great guys, and um, they're they're all I believe they're either all military or first responders. Yeah, most of them are, if not all of them. Um, so they're, you know, another great, great thing to support as well. But just Absolutely. seven guys from around yeah. the nation, they got together and decided to create some amazing shirts. So yeah, check them out. Thanks for sponsoring us, guys. And also check them out on their website yeah. and order you some shirts. 7-strong.com. Yep. That's the code final third. And we will be getting some custom ones made up with our logo and, and selling them here too. So you'll yeah. be able to get them here and see them too. Cool. Or just look at Isaiah and go up and just rub look his at his chest. Yeah. Feels. <laughs> Fill me really up soft. a little bit. Fill him up a little bit. He likes that. He really likes I'm it. I'm not hearing that. the head. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we had a lady one night to get my attention. She straight up came up to me and rubbed me on the back of my head. <laughs> and, like, it absolutely flipped me out. Like, who, it's your go-to move, man. Who walks up behind somebody? It's unusual. And uh, one in three guys think that's pretty awesome, I guess. And she's like getting a few to go home with her. I'm just saying. She was she was older than you, Rob. She would have been cougar a cougar baby. to you, cougar baby. <laughs> oh, I know you're weird. talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It was, it was kind of rough. Yeah, yeah. Don't it happens. Don't rub my head. It happens. <laughs> You got whiskey involved. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. So this is something we like to do on the show. Um, Isaiah started this. And we do usually do cigars and whiskey. I know you're not a cigar guy. So whiskeys. Tell us what your, your budget pour is. Tell us what your everyday pour is. And tell us what your unicorn pour oh, is. Okay. It's celebratory. Or celebratory. Not yeah. unicorn. Yeah. Celebratory. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be Indiana bourbon. No, it right. doesn't yeah, even yeah. have to be it didn't have whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. So, like, your you spirits, if you like Camus, is your everyday pour. Like it, <laughs> or Cannablans. Can't, what? <laughs> Cannablans. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> did you see that? No, I didn't. So, so some liquor stores did a, 
on 420 day. Oh, I did. Can yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. 420 yeah. bucks they a bottle, bottle baby. That. No, no. <laughs> People yeah. bought that. Oh, you know they did. <laughs> oh, All three yeah. bottles. Yeah. We made 1,200 bucks on yeah. it. So, but yeah. So, what do you Let's think? Let's see. Like, uh, my everyday is it's tough because we're constantly just rotating through everything. So, like, I don't really have. I mean, you, my bottles I've got for years because we just keep trying to get all the new stuff yeah. and all like the new Indiana's things and all that. So, I said my my the budget pour is. I mean, everybody says it, but the Evan Williams Baldwin Bond is like. I mean, how we still have that for the price we still do is amazing. Uh-huh. I'm yep. sure that the clock's ticking on that thing, but that's probably my budget. <laughs> probably I'd pour. imagine um, the unicorn stuff. I'm a huge like we, we. I like obviously everybody likes George T. Stag, right? It's, it's like one of those things. But the 2017. Uh, George T. Stag, we managed to somehow, and she helped with a, a couple of those acquisitions. Uh, you married up, didn't you? I, yeah, I did. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've got some of those bottles. We, we, we already killed one of those bottles, but now we're having the baby and all that stuff. So we have the kind of the bottles with uh, some hang tags for like, you know, different things, milestones in her life and all that stuff. Yeah, and, that's awesome. Uh, of the five bottles we got, three of those are George T. Stag 2017. So <laughs> oh, I've that's amazing. For a long, yeah. long time. So that's, uh, that's to me the best bourbon ever made is that bottle right there. Love that one. Uh, well, my everyday. I don't know. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, every, yeah day. every day. It could just be what's your everyday right now, or what bottle are you trying to kill right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am on a mission killing some bottle. I left a bottle at a friend's house last night around a fire. So uh, I drank Starlight of some variety every week. I mean, yeah. without without question, because they have they have something for every mood, every like if it's if it's hot outside, if it's cold outside. So, yeah. Uh, I think a finished starlight is kind of my everyday pour because I do like at least every couple of days there's a starlight in my glass. So uh, shout out to them for making everything that uh, I love so much. But <laughs> yeah. I would say they're my everyday pour. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and you are right. I mean, you can get a little bit of everything with starlight. You can. I yeah. mean, that the honey barrels are delicious. Yeah. A maple barrels delicious. Then you go to a spicier rye. With, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm with you there. And actually. Was the rye that you were talking that that I have back there? Is that the one you guys did together? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. What I the thought. ATS Indie yeah. rye. That's what I thought. Which that group's practically dead at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it, the barrel pick was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun pick. Even Ted Huber thought that was the bottle. That was the barrel, and yeah, that's the one we got. So. Yeah, that's no. Cool. That was a fun experience. It was. For sure. <laughs> it was. Um, I love those guys down there at Starlight. Some sometimes I look at them and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And other times I'm just like. Oh, like I, those are my people, you know. <laughs> you go down say, there and you just feel like family it's every single like no time. Yeah, and is. I will say, if you're an Indian, I mean, of all the Indiana distilleries, that's probably your best tour you're going to get in Indiana. Well, and you can go down and spend a day at Starlight. Yeah. They got during great the food. during the fall, you could do apples and you can do pumpkins, pumpkins. and mm-hmm. like I think they even do you pick blackberries like, yeah, at some yeah. point yeah. you pick apples too you yeah all that yeah. yeah charcuterie board out there on the patio oh yeah live oh, yeah. music going like we love it like if it wasn't two hours away i'd be there every day but well and their food there's really pretty good yeah. really good yeah. Yeah. yeah i've had a lot of things there and everything everything i've had has been great i think yeah. my go-to is that chicken salad sandwich though that is I good had that one yeah i eat the pizza almost every time oh that's great well and i will i will say if you don't like crowds, don't go during the fall when they're doing their pumpkin patch stuff. That's when. But I will say, if you have a family 
It is a great excuse yeah. to go to a distillery. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. There's something for everybody. There. there really is. I mean, they have that farm, that farm building where they have all the the baked goods and all yeah. the, you know, I mean, candies, cookies, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's uh, ice I mean, they cream have every ice cream like, shop, coffee. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They really do it all. They're a winery, a distillery. I mean, you can literally spend an entire day there and not get bored. Yeah. So, and like I said, the tours are great. Um, they're going to give you the history of the of their farm, of their distillery, of their winery. Yeah. You're going to get taste stuff out of the barrels. Um, it's, I think it's that's a great still experience. one of my favorite smells is that wine cellar that's right under the oh, gift shop. It is yeah. like nice it is. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you go through there, and then you go buy some brandy and the, yeah. and the whiskey. Yeah. Like it's it's just great. Yeah, there's but been I, a couple times when we've catch caught brandy like right off the still. We and, did. Yeah. That My 160 goodness. proof yeah, they yeah. gave us. Well, well, they were like, well, this will be a palate primer for your pick. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, well, my goodness. Actually, the first time we tried it was the day that you and I did the tour before. We wouldn't even do a pick, but we did a tour of that down there. That wasn't a pick day, was it? No, you took Ryan there. That wasn't me. Oh, you and Ryan <laughs> went. No, I gave you my hat, and that's how you got oh, in. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Get the special treatment when it says barrel select. Yeah. I got my own hat now. Thank you very much. Seriously, that hat but opens no, a lot of doors. When we were down there, though, they, they, I mean, he's, instead of, you know, you get that, that brandy coming off there, and they're like, oh, here, try a little bit. Yeah. They're pouring our glass like that full. Oh, And we expect us to drink 160 proof of that, <laughs> that full. I'm like, but. No, it, and it was delicious at that proof even. So yeah, that place always like shocks place. me. Like they're and I on think, the pick, you will drink so much if you actually drink everything that they pour in your glass. Yeah, like, yeah. You you can, but they don't just sip and, and throw out. Yeah, and you feel terrible doing it. You do, but you, do. Uh, you have to. You do have to. But you it's have the best to. barrel pick experience. I mean, I've been on quite a few when like nothing comes close because I mean you got Andrew and them just climbing through the rick house and just yeah. pulling out samples. Like I love it. I love it's it. super it. fun. It was. Um, and we've talked about this on on the show a little bit too. Um, talked about succession plans um, with tobacco farms and and cigar brands. You, know, you got a lot of young people. A lot of the people are aging out and their kids are coming in and. Um, they have a great plan at Starlight. I mean, you've got the Huber boys, um, Blake and Christian, that are involved every day, probably more so than Ted, I would assume, at this point. Yeah. And um, they're young. They're in their 20s, right? Yeah. yeah. So this, I mean, they've got a definitely good plan going ahead for the next 50 years or more. Yeah. And I think both of their ladies, whether they're wives or fiancés, I think Christian's still a fiance. Yeah. I don't know about Blake. But I think they both work at the farm. They do. Do they? Yeah. I know Christian's fiance does. Yeah. I met her when we were down there last so, time. I mean, in uh, Dana Huber, Ted's wife, she handles all of the outgoing stuff. So, like, she's coordinating with RNDC on everything. So, I imagine that'll that'll get that'll switch over to one of them when oh, they're yeah. ready to leave. Yeah. But I think they're really doing it well. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely in good hands. And I think... From what I've seen with Blake and uh, Christian, both they both have really good palates and they mm -hmm. really understand the the business. So I think it's gonna. Honestly, I don't think it's gonna just maintain. I think it's gonna continue to get better. Yeah. I think when you get younger palates involved and younger people's ideas and stuff, it just it gets better and yeah. better. And I will miss the the Ted stuff though, because <laughs> Ted, if Ted's name is on the bottle. It's spicy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ted I love the family reserve time when they have their each their own individual yeah. favorite barrels and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's I guarantee, stuff. though, 
Ted will be still doing picks even when he's 90 years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's hope so. Oh, yeah. I mean, because bourbon makes you live longer. That's right. I hope so. I don't <laughs> so think far, that's so scientifically proven, but <laughs> no, we'll take it. It's true. It's true. I said it. <laughs> okay. I wrote it down, then I read it. You wrote which? <laughs> I believe everything I read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do think we're in kind of like a... You know, like the back in the day in Kentucky, you had your main distillers, all these big names and stuff. And I think we're in that era for Indiana right now. And it's like, it's fun to kind of live in what you know is going to be history someday with yeah. the Hubers and all that stuff. So it's, it's great. Oh, and the Huber involved. family has done so much for Indiana legislature. Oh, and like yes. actually being able to sell whiskey at the distillery, yeah. which yeah. is something you <laughs> couldn't do for a while. Yeah. Which it's, Kentucky it's still here. can't do. Well, they can, but they have to. They can't. The, they can't take it from production floor to the gift shop. Right. They got to buy it back from a distributor. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about some of the distillers. I think you and I, I, I think I tagged you in a post and threw you out there. Yeah. Um, tra was it Traveler's Point? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about them. Do you know much about that distillery we went yet? through there. Like they opened like, say, a year and a half, two years okay. ago. Okay. Like, so I think it was late you. 20, I mean, late last year. Okay. Uh, it's barely new. Um, we went there. It's been, uh, I don't know, two, a couple months ago, something like that, and tried through some of their spirits thing. They're kind of aged, like, I think six months to, like, maybe 12 to 18 months, something like that right now, because they're, they're fairly new to yeah, yeah. be able to do it. But uh, it's, it's a nice, fun little cozy spot. It's, you know, it's a bare wallow, but, like, maybe half that size as far as, like, the, the tasting room and all that. Even smaller than bare wallow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, it, but it, it's going to be a fun spot. You could tell we were in there, and, like, the main distiller was in there with some buddies just, like, having some drinks and hanging out. It was, like... That's what I like about Indiana is you've got, I mean, the Hubers has got this enormous facility and doing everything that the big guys are doing. And you've got Traveler's Point, who's like, it's just the, the distiller and his buddies having some drinks, you know. So it, it's a fun place. We, That's we like cool. it. Yeah. yeah. I definitely want to get up there and check that place yeah, out. we'll go back. Absolutely. And where where is that located exactly? Oh, that's good Is question. it like Northwest? <laughs> it's good. We went to Hunt Club Distillery, which is right. in Sheridan. And it's just 10, 15 minutes from there. Oh, okay. A little okay. bit north of okay. there, I think. So. All right. Yeah, so you got that spot. little quadrants become a little bit of a whiskey area. You yeah. Old yeah. 55, not far from there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's really about it, though, isn't it? Those three. And then you got Boone County Jail Distillery. Uh huh. Uh, have you been there? We, we tried to go there when they weren't really open for business during COVID and all that stuff. Yeah. We couldn't get in. But uh, cool nah, guys. I like what Actually, doing. The, yeah. the distiller there is a really nice You went guy. over there, didn't you? Yeah. Will yeah. and I went over there and, um, and met him and tried through some of their stuff. They had a, they had a, this is actually kind of a cool thing. They took their, uh, they had they had a guy that had tequila, and he made Cristalino tequila. Okay. Uh, which you know what that is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and if you don't know, it's actually just basically taking an an aged in a barrel tequila, um, an añejo or an extra añejo, filtering it, filtering it, filtering it until it becomes absolutely clear. You get all the flavor but no color. And he did that with the, they, this guy did that with his bourbon. Really. And made six bottles, and he he shared a bottle with us. Yeah. Very and cool. it was really, really tasty. I yeah. mean, it was, it was, well, Will says it best. It was a mind fuck. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things like, you're like, oh my God, this is delicious, <laughs> it but it's clear. clear. Yeah. What's wrong with this? Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. So they're doing some fun stuff like that too. And yeah. they're starting to get some aged product out there. Mm -hmm. We tried one of the barrels of, of something, I think three or four years old. It was a rye. Is starting to get good. Yeah. So I think they're going to be good. I mean, they're a really small distillery. Right. Um, but they're, it's a fun little place. I mean, you go through there and you see the jail. I mean, they still have all the operational jail right. cells and all the stuff. 
And so it's it's a cool spot too. But again, another Indiana distillery doing something fun. I love. Are they? I love aging it. barrels just in the jail sales. No, <laughs> I mean in the in the jail jail. This was this cells. was in D forty two. Actually, in <laughs> you know that would be an amazing idea because they used to have it as a restaurant and you could yeah. actually eat inside each jail cell. But they closed the restaurant down during COVID. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Honestly, the restaurant sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> Apparently, it was pretty awesome food. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was high in food. I mean, <laughs> you'd, you'd have to be. Sandwich yeah, yeah. yeah. Slide it through the jail. <laughs> your food. <laughs> you got 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slide it through the door and it's got a full cloche on it and everything. <laughs> That'd be great. That is what's fun here is we got 50 some distilleries now and everybody kind of starts doing their own little like experimenting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's different things. Like there's some like old 55 ages underground. There's stuff like that that people just aren't normally doing. You know, that's why it, it's all unique here and nothing tastes the same. I mean, we've tasted through of the 50, probably 40 some distilleries stuff and none of it's the same. Yeah. I mean? And I love that about it. Well, and it feels like Indiana is kind of taking, you know, you got Kentucky and you got all the distillers in Kentucky. They're like, we need to make bourbon. Mm -hmm. We need to make rye. And we need to do it the traditional way. Yes. And Indiana's like, well, screw that. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to do like craft beer. We're going to do whatever the hell we want to and yeah. try some new stuff. Yeah. And it's and now you got all the big distilleries saying, oh, maybe we need to do a port-finished bourbon yes. or That's whatever what I like else. Seeing. And it's kind of cool to see. I think, I think Indiana is leading the craft kind of, you know, not maybe just Indiana, but places like Indiana. Ohio's doing some of it too. Yep. Illinois yeah. is doing some of it. I, I really do think Michigan. the Midwest is leading the traditional craft scene. I think then so. you go out further west and they're dealing like where they're excelling is mostly in single malts. Yeah. And uh and more barley heavy like multi barley heavy whiskeys. So you think about like dry fly distilling and yes, stuff like I love that. Dry fly. Like they've yeah. got some phenomenal. They've got crazy some stuff. crazy hazmat yeah. single barrels yeah. that just drop like nothing. Yes. Well, like it is. It's commonplace for their single barrels to be hazmat proof. Yeah, well, we got a couple much, at home at one forty and one was at one fifty two. Yeah, nice. from them. Like, yeah, just, totally. Just That's speaking our love language yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I know you've been around. You've drank bourbon for, and whiskey from all over the country um what was one of the things i've noticed is we, like we like when we got peach treat in you know they sent us the the barrel proof which actually we found out wasn't barrel proof it was 117 they had proofed it to one step down to okay. 117 and then they also sent all the 91 proofs that they proofed down because that's kind of their jam out there is yeah. that most people like the lower proof do you see that most around the country that more areas like out west or maybe down south, they like the little lower proof stuff where somehow Midwest is like, let's just it, bomb us. It seems that way. Like here, it if you put 140 on the label, it's gone. It's it gone. doesn't matter it what gone. it tastes yeah. like. I, it'll be a fun experience to drink. And, I, and that's what I like about some of the stuff we've had that's so hot, you're like, wow. But it was fun to do. You know, it's yeah. fun to try. You couldn't just drink that watching the game because you'd be passed out by halftime, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, I, I do think the Midwest is like, Give me that 120 and above because less than that, like you said, you can always proof it down if you want to, but you can't bring it up. Uh, I, I do think Indiana, besides Kentucky, I think Indiana is the most consumed uh, whiskey state. It's the most hunted and picked through. Like, yeah. you can attest to that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, There's I mean, people that can buy stuff off the shelf that we haven't seen in five or six years. So. Well, I got a buddy in Texas. Like, he hit me up the other day and he was like, hey, they got Taylor Rye. It's like marked up a little. It was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. I said, uh, do it. You yeah. going to grab me yeah. one? <laughs> like, <laughs> How many can you get? Yeah. Yeah. Like no limit marks 
20 bucks up past right. where it should yeah. be. But it's like, what? You got to be kidding me. You'll spend 500 bucks in gas <laughs> trying to find it up here. So Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It, you know, the more I get into this whiskey, the more I feel like there's almost, it's not quite, but it's almost like it feels like it's cherry finish. It's got a lot of that red yeah. fruit kind of in Could there. also be the port that was in your glass. It might be. <laughs> Ryan You're not getting any of that at all? In I the whiskey, I, I just feel like there's a lot of that red fruit that almost reminds me of sherry. Yeah, not port as much as the sweetness, but the, the sherry. They've done the port and the sherry finish through Costco. Have they? Uh, yeah. Which, if you didn't know, if you're not a Costco member and you'd like to get one of these bottles, tell the guy at the gate, say, "Hey, I'm buying liquor." They cannot stop you. Yeah. And when you go to the register with only alcoholic items. They don't need a card Mm-mm. because you cannot. It's Indiana law. It is Indiana law. Yep. So. Yep. Same way as Sam's Club. If they've yep. got something you want, you can go in there and buy liquor all day long and not have to have a card. Yep. I never knew that when I was actually literally working next to a <laughs> Costco down in Greenwood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were. So, well, what are we getting into next? Let's see. Here, I, Let's I, can, see. I can finish this quick. Oh, we okay. Keep our proofs somewhat in lines. I guess they're all <laughs> brought you all fire today. It's okay. That's what we like. How about one twenty-nine seven-year-old bear wallow. Right? Sounds wonderful. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're we'll at least live closer yeah. to where we like a to be. Lower than we prefer, <laughs> but we'll do one twenty-nine. Rob, you brought the highest proof bottle on the bar for me, and that's what Sarah's drinking over there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so do you know the story behind that bottle, the, the old bones? Did I tell well, you that? We listened to it on the way here. Okay, okay. About how it was one of your favorites or whatever, yeah. or your favorite it was on a it, it was on a pick. It's a 17-year-old Canadian rye, and it was at the end of, like, a tasting line before we went out to, like, tap into some barrels. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, of course, <laughs> you've picked with me. I love spicy. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. rye. Uh-huh. Like, it, and I knew that. This is amazing, but it's not a shop pick. Right. Yeah. Like, especially at the proof, like, yeah. you can't bring in something that's a rye. Yeah. That's 135 proof that most people are going to, like, right. blind buy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's finished in cognac barrels, though the label doesn't say right. that. I'm 99%. <laughs> I have. Honestly, they repurposed a label for me on that because that was not an actual. <laughs> that wasn't actually bottled yet. Right. Gotcha. He actually bottled it because I wanted to give it to him for his wedding. Very cool. Yeah. And um, which Lisa says that's not a wedding gift. So I'm just like, screw that. That's a Great wedding gift for me. Sounds, sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah, so absolutely. I called it his birthday slash he's getting the hell out of here slash. <laughs> so. I'm not leaving for real. No, Nobody who just listens to the podcast will know that I'm gone. Yeah. Like, no, no. No, you're still going to be on the podcast. You're still going to be hanging out. I just you're won't be, be here you're 15 still be, hours working a You're week. still going to be vacuuming under people that drop ashes. <laughs> <on the ground. laughs> I don't already do that. Well, that's true. You don't do much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This bear wallow has a great nose. Yeah. It's, I'm, like, super sweet. So when, and, uh, when I was vanilla. there and did the tour, um, they had two barrels that were their first two barrels they had in the Rick House. And they were about seven, seven and a half years old. Yeah. And they were letting us taste out of that, mm-hmm. just little tastes of it. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is what this is. Maybe they finally went ahead and bottled. They got down so low. Oh, wow. Let's one, quit sharing it for free. I'll probably butcher this story, but I, I think they call it the Lost Barrel Series. So at, at some point, 
they, I think they had misplaced a few barrels that they didn't realize were like some of the originals. And this was one of those. So it was kind okay. of Asian with the rest. And they're like, holy, this okay. is seven years old. <laughs> You've been there. Yeah, I have. How yeah. the hell do you lose a barrel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can literally stand in one spot yeah. and see every barrel in the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's but it's, funny. They've got a handful that you save back oh, for, towards the very beginning. Yeah. It's got uh, some cinnamon in there, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just, uh, I love it. I said the rye to me is even better, uh, but like you, I'm a rye guy. But that's really good. Big fan. So are you? Uh, you said you do have a pick lined up with them, or you're going to plan one? No, we did a five and a half year old rye about a year ago, year and a oh, half ago, okay. something like that. And then I went with the ABV Network, mm -hmm. do a lot of podcasts and all that stuff. Steve Akeley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we went down with them to do a couple barrel picks. They got a couple barrels going to Missouri. So oh, good. Uh, well, and they cool. were phenomenal barrels. And we tasted a few, a lot of their older stuff. We have enough carryover with that ABV show that we need to go down and legit talk with. Colonel Steve Akeley. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. a great dude. I mean, Will's good friends with him already, yeah. so um, that would be actually a good idea. We ought to go over there and do a collaboration podcast yeah. with him. Totally. Yeah. They're doing cool stuff. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, we went down there in Bear Wallow, and he asked me, like, who do you think is the most, like, kind of, like, behind-the-scenes underrated? I was like, Bear Wallow. Yeah. And they, they went down there and tried it as a group. They're like, holy shit. Which the ABV, ABV store and... Arnold, Missouri. Arnold, Missouri. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. They, they love the underrated brand. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they're right. doing a great they're job ones, of pushing those to the forefront. Yeah. Well, they're the ones that kind of got us on Woodhat. Yeah, yeah. Because they did. They had a Hazmat Rubenesque yeah. pick. I wish I'd have got that. Oh, there. it was so good. Was it? It, yeah, it's it very was. good. Actually, all the Woodhat stuff's been good that we've tried. Yeah, yeah. we did a pick with them yeah. um, for the club. Well, for mm -hmm. Indiana Bourbon Club, right? Yeah. It and sold it, out in under an hour. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. it sold out before we drove before we got past the Missouri State line. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the craziest thing did. about that yeah. Woodhat pick was, is they said, "Yeah, we'll bottle it up and you'll be able to take it there." What we didn't realize is there's two people working there that day, so that meant. You're gonna be the bottling <laughs> line, and you're gonna take it home today. We labeled it, experience. we bottled it, we corked yeah. it. It, yeah. it was actually a fun process. Oh, I thought it was. I a will blast. tell you right now, I don't ever care to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool to do once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bottle your cool own barrel. Yep. That's fun. It, it was pretty cool. Now, someone else, if actually someone professional would have been doing it, we'd probably been out there two hours earlier. Right. But <laughs> I'm taking a few samples along the way. I imagine. Shit. We had a lot of samples that day. We had a lot of. Well, they've got a they've got an amazing orange corn aging right now. Yeah, going to be insane. So, so Gary over at Wood Hat, he's he's the old guy behind it. Mm -hmm. it it's funny. You'd be it's like, so how, how did you come up? We asked him, how'd you come up with Wood Hat? He said, Well, my name's Gary Heingardner. He said, <laughs> <laughs> He said, can't You can't that. really call a distillery that. <laughs> he point. said, So I like wood turning hats. So we just called it Wood Hat. That's phenomenal. <laughs> but uh, he's doing a lot with, and and they are as grain to glass as grain to glass gets, and yeah. they're even going out of their way to use wood sourced from in Missouri. Yeah, like, yeah, because the cooperage is like a mile away from them. Yeah, ISC mm -hmm. is not far from them. Okay, so it's, yeah. uh, and that's where he got his start was with them. He was working with them. He's also a farmer. He's like. I know wood. I know grain. I might as well make whiskey. And, yeah, and he was he was absolutely floored that anybody from Indiana would even care to have his whiskey yeah, in Indiana. No and I'm like, dude, you're making state. great whiskey. And but he uh, showed us his 100% sweet corn. Yeah. Dude, 
It's one to watch out for. It's okay. not even, it wasn't even a year old when we tasted it. It's no already shit. freaking delicious. You know I'm a huge fan already, so I'm into that. We're going to be, we'll be doing a pick with him at some point. I know, uh -huh. I know Will's already very good, very well in with Gary. He knows him really well. Um, you know Steve Strabby, yeah. Indiana Small Batch. Mm -hmm. um, they're now distributing Wood Hat here in yeah. Indiana, so mm -hmm. there's been some picks going out to different. Town Liquor just got their, that's another one too, Town, Towns. Town Spirits and Wines. Is that what it's called? Town Fine Wine and Spirits. <laughs> that. <pretty> close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always just call it Town Liquor. Yeah. Um, but liquor. At, <laughs> nearly killed her. <laughs> no. Um, but no, um, they're down there at Hamilton Town Center. Um, they have all three, the Rubenesque, the Blue Corn, and the Bloody Butcher yeah. picks that they did. Um, those are available now. They Which most last Bloody week. Butchers that you guys will have tried is the Creed. And it's not, it's not good. No. <laughs> I mean, this is, sorry, Jeff the Creed, but this is actually good. Yeah. You know, it still distinctly tastes like a bloody butcher corn bourbon. Without yeah. the mold. Without the mold. Bottom line, it's mold. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, he that's one thing we us. learned. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he had a, a cooler of corn. Uh, bloody butcher corn that the farmer didn't take care of properly. He said, "Smell that! It was musty and nasty." He's yeah. like, "He's like, yeah, it's moldy. We had to, we basically had to sell it to the pig farmer so they could have feed." Well, he said, "He said, there's a couple distilleries that are out there using this." And I said, "It smells like Jeff the Creed." Yep. And yep. he, it, all he did was smile. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't throwing anybody in their no. bus, but he yeah. knew we knew what we were talking about. Right. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so if uh, your whiskey smells like dusty library books. Throw it down the drain and never buy that bottle again. I mean, you could it's use fair. it to it's clean fair. your toilet. I yeah, mean, probably. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry, Jeff the Creed. I'm sure you can make a great product. Sorry. I just haven't seen it yet. Sorry, but not sorry, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, the bourbon consumer is very educated these days, so uh, it, it's important. They really important. are. It's important. Especially in this region. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's that much. Well, maybe. and I think a lot of it's because you either – have farming in your family or one of your friends has right. farming yeah. in their family. Right. So like it's Indiana. We know yeah. about corn. Yeah. Like yeah. you know about red winter wheat. Yeah. Like even if you hunted deer, like you've hunted over food plots. Right. right. You know? Yeah. So it's a like you know a little bit more than a lot of the guys yeah. in the industry just because we grow a lot of the primary grains and right. well like Starlight's indigenous rye. That's just rye that they've collected from drainage ditches. Like, because <laughs> it literally is a weed. Yep, yep. And you can distill it. So, your name is Indiana Bourbon. Yes. Do you have any any thoughts of maybe expanding that beyond Indiana, or are you pretty much stuck with Indiana Bourbon because you're Indiana Bourbon? <laughs> we, we like Curious. I mean, I, I drank everything from, from Washington. I mean, everywhere we drink and enjoy it. But uh, I really think... The whole thing has been like seeing the potential, right? That's kind of what we yeah. all started with. And I, I think we'll never catch Kentucky. You can't start 200 years ahead of us and us ever catch up to you. So, yeah. But I think we can get close to matching it. And I think we're the state that's doing it better than anybody else besides Kentucky. Um, so I, I'm going to stick with it. Like I think that uh, what's going on here, like I said, we're at the we're at the historic stages. I think for whiskey in this in this state. So. Uh, we're always going to be back in what we've got here between Jason Fruits and like, the Huber family. Like it just, it's not just the whiskey and the brands, but like the people behind it, I'm huge fans of. I mean, when we started this thing, to think that I'm going to be texting, like saying, hey, what's up to Jason? Like, how's the family? All that kind of stuff is blew my mind, you know? Yeah. So 
it's more than just what it tastes like. It's the people behind it for me. So, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you said, what did you say? There's 50 distilleries now in Indiana? I, it's, I can even keep up. It's 50 some. And that's cool. And, and, you know, a lot of these distilleries are still young. I mean, you're talking under four years old, so they obviously don't have any. I mean, we have moon drops right up the street. And all they're pushing as far as whiskeys goes is MGP right now. Yeah, I mean, they're three years away from their own product being able to be released at four years. So, um, and how many more distilleries have popped up that are like that? So that's kind of cool. Are there any on the the horizon that you know of? that maybe no one knows about yet that maybe young but are coming up that might be yeah. fun to talk about in the, down the road that's tough because i know okay. there's been like every year we get another handful that are opening their doors but like you said they're, they're all sourcing stuff or it's right. just vodka or it's just gin or something like that which i think the gin is getting great the brandies that people are doing it are great in mm-hmm. this in this state so uh it, it's a tough one i mean i know over the years we'll we'll find out who they are and post about them and all that but it happens so fast anymore that it's we haven't tasted anything or they don't have released anything, so it's kind of tough. But, yeah. Uh, but you're seeing we, we only had a handful of distilleries open in 2013 when you can start doing that. Right? Yeah. So those are the ones that are hitting you know six, seven, eight year mark now, which is I mean you get in that range like that's legit. Like you're you're you've made it by now, or you wouldn't be selling eight year old whiskey, right? Yeah. Start oh, absolutely. So, uh, and I hope they all have success. The fact that we can have these distilleries that have their little tasting rooms are like 200 square feet right yeah and they're they're still here six seven years later yeah it's, they're making great cocktails you got great mixologists so e- even if you're not doing the age thing you've got to be able to do something to make yeah. it this market well, and that's something that cardinal spirits has done yeah. like they're all of their liqueurs they have a coffee liqueur the canned cocktails yeah yeah they they have really owned that market yeah I'm not a big fan of liqueurs and stuff, but people who I know that drink them regularly say that theirs are great. And actually, Cardinals' uh, gins are really good. Yes, they are. um, I'm not the biggest gin fan, but when I want a gin cocktail, I'm using one of their Cardinal Spirits ones. It's just that this state's got something unique in every distillery, and that's that's hard to come by because they're not just trying to make the best bourbon. Because some people realize, like, that's just not what we got. You know, we don't have something that's going to be the best bourbon in the world, but we've got a mixologist who can make something out of nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's what's fun here is we go downtown. We're going to do that today. And we hit, like, 1205 or Four Finger now, uh, West Fork. We hit Hotel Tango in Eighth Day. And they always have a new, like, lineup of cocktails. Or yeah. So in, in last Halloween, uh, 1205 had a serial killer, like, based cocktail list that you could pick up those cocktails that were based on different serial killers and things. It's just a fun uh, atmosphere, and the cocktails were phenomenal. That's so cool. They all have cool. a little niche somewhere. They, they can yeah. do something. Yeah, with. that's very cool. One so thing, Eighth Day, Yes, you're talking about them. Um, are you an Absinthe fan? I love Absinthe. Try their absinthe. I got there. some at home. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, their absinthe is actually really solid. Yeah. Now, spiritual French lick is my favorite Man, absinthe. That, that barrel age absinthe they did a few, a couple years ago. And now. I don't like barrel age, <laughs> oh, but their barrel age is fantastic. I haven't yeah. had their barrel age one, but the absinthe with blue is what we use here. That's what we okay. use for Sazerac yeah. yeah. here. Yeah, the um, barrel age is one of my favorite spirits that's been made in this state. Like, it's, I mean, it doesn't compare to bourbon. Yeah. It's obviously very different, but I, when I tried that, I was like, how do I get more of this stuff? Oh, so, I love absinthe. I, I, I mean, I can sit there and sip on it. I can. I too. don't have to worry yeah. about mixing a cocktail, but yeah. 
but they make good cocktails yeah. too. So yeah. they definitely do. That's cool. So what are you gonna say? Oh, uh, another downtown distillery, Hotel Tango. Yeah, their reserve bourbons, which is there's like single barrel mm-hmm. stuff, have been really, really good. Oh, and good. they have a completely unique profile. Yeah, good. I think some of their stuff I think is hurt by their water filtration program <laughs> that they have in there. Okay, so I went there, did a tasting, tasted their rum, and the main tasting note that I pulled out of it was Indianapolis City water. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that. I live in this city. Like, yeah. I, I know what Indianapolis City water tastes like. <laughs> so That's funny. But their reserve bourbons are crazy I'm unique. glad you hear that, man, because that— and, the one that the one that I had there almost had like a fennel, uh, a fennel almost licoricey note in it, just inherently in the bourbon, nice. which you don't find very often. No. So. Well, and early on, I had had some of the Hotel Tango stuff. And I'm like, eh, it's, it's it's okay bourbon, um, but then Tony Bratcher, let's let's do a shout out because I need to drink. Shout more. out, Tony Bratcher. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> He's a, he's a local firefighter, um, and he also is the one that makes our some of our T-shirts. Okay. Um, he actually did a barrel pick and basically was raising money for the firefighter fund that they okay. were part of. And it was really good. It was a barrel pick. It was a, a barrel proof. Um, and I'm like, okay, they have, some, they have something going here. I'm glad to hear that maybe they're yeah. taking that turn to make something good because I think a lot of times people looked at Hotel Tango and said, oh, you're talking about the – the limoncello and yeah. all the other stuff that they were mm-hmm. making, and that was kind of what you thought of. Ho- well, the marshmallow Tango. one or the marshmallow. We, the we, we put a little bit of that marshmallow in like old fashions around like you know ball. The yeah, pit, is like it that. good? Like, oh, it is good. Like, oh, I, yeah. I like to make different old fashions with different kind of like off one off Indiana products. Totally. That's one of those things for sure. Yeah. Well, and you'd mentioned Hunt Club. Yes. How's their stuff coming? Because I had had some of their stuff early on. I think it was only two year bourbon. Yeah. And it was okay. They do a lot of like the eighty-eight proof uh, whiskey. Yeah, you know, they use a lot of like uh, <laughs> former like used barrels and stuff like that. Uh, we're big on going there and having uh, gin Bloody Marys. Okay, which I always mm-hmm. thought Bloody Mary was like a vodka drink for the most part. But he said, man, once you try it with gin, you'll never go back. And I'm telling you, he was dead on. So <laughs> they they make real good gin. Uh, they make good cocktails, uh, and he puts. They made a hot sauce, like ghost peppers and all the other stuff. In oh, there. wow. And the Bloody Marys. And then they just started doing the 151 proof gin, which that's a fireball. Dude. I mean, it is so this hot. is this is intriguing to hear me say from you because like your online presence is like Indiana bourbon. Yeah. Here's some cocktails. Yeah. But now knowing you have like bartending experience, yeah. Yeah. it changes that. It's not just like a bourbon bro finding. Right. Yeah. Like, because sometimes you think you look at some people's pages and you're like oh yeah they're just trying to support a distillery that doesn't right. have much going right. for them so they're yeah. close on a cocktail uh-huh. but like knowing that you have bartending mm-hmm. experience like you legitimately appreciate i that. do like I, I like finding stuff that's not usually my wheelhouse but like how can i make this into something that like i'll really like and, yeah and, and with the, the the gin and all that stuff from hunt club besides being a phenomenal dude behind that brain i mean he's a great guy uh, he's a fun dude. You ever spent some time talking to him? He's got stories after stories. Like he's so fun. And, the, and there's a antique shop in his distillery. Oh, well, <laughs> does that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just a fun little. I should spot. make a trip so, up there. Yeah, they've got like music on the weekends. Walk all around, long. spill your con 
your uh, cocktail on grandma's lamp. The touch of D I'm sure. But, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I love what they're doing up there at Hunt Club. That's love cool. It. Yeah. And if you haven't had a Bloody Mary with gin, I suggest it. It's, it's by all right. far, it'll kill so, the vodka. So thinking about mixology and all that, being a bartender, what was your signature go-to cocktail that you made when you were a well, bartender? <laughs> when I was a bartender, we worked at a sports bar in the main event. So there, uh, wasn't, there was a lot of Jack and Cokes and stuff like that. But <laughs> on my own, Sazerac and Old Fashions have always been experimenting with like my whole life. This is like I got yeah. into whiskey at all. So uh, I'm always trying to find the next thing we can put into an old-fashioned, like the uh, Dusty Barn Distillery makes a Christmas Nochino that we combine in our old 55 old fashions. And I'm telling you, it's the greatest cocktail I've ever had in my entire oh, life. Oh, wow. Like, uh, it's just, Where are they at? Where's it's great. The- it's down like near Evansville. Okay. I guess. I've never okay. been there either. It's another two and a half hour drive. Somehow yeah. we're two and a half hours from everywhere. Two and a half hour, yeah. uh, the one problem with our Indiana bourbon trail is that you can't go there in a day. Yeah. Uh, but it, they, the Christmas Nochino, I think it's seasonal. They come out once a year, I think. And I've got, I mean, I've got a stockpile of it because you <laughs> add that to an old fashioned, especially made with old 55 barrel proof bourbon. It's my favorite cocktail I've ever had ever. We drink oh, wow. them all the time. Wow. All the time. That's cool. That is cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Sazerac fan. That's probably my favorite yes. cocktail. And we do a, a bunch of different old fashions as well. Tequila, rum, yep. rye, bourbon. She does a, um, yeah. Apple cider whiskey, old fashioned, okay. which is yeah. just fall in a glass with yeah. a cinnamon yeah. stick. Uh-huh. Uh, we she did a gin old fashioned with one of the distillers that come by here, and actually it, it was way better than I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, old fashioned, you can pretty much replace the liquor with anything, mm-hmm. and it's going to come out something special. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. cool to hear that. You would you would like this? I'm telling you, the Christmas Nochino is kind of like a gingerbread cookie type flavor. Oh yeah. Okay. Man, it's it's worth doing. It All is right. worth doing. Rob, right. you better finish your glass. My, oh, my glass <laughs> is going to dry out. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Okay. Want to do some? Have to get the breathalyzer out to make sure. <laughs> some four finger. Do you whiskey. have it? It's in the back. Oh, okay. We, have, we, we bought a breathalyzer so we can see on the show how it's, bad we it's get. It's always good to know where you're at. Rob yes. and I will end up with like two, three pours of every single thing that we do on this show. So. We've had a couple. Well, we, don't, we don't record like two episodes in a row because Rob will end up talking in uh, cursive. By the we end we of did the that once. Yeah. yeah. We I, did. I had to go do uh, sound for VBS afterwards oh, at the God. church. <laughs> yeah, we... we uh, we actually had best VBS I'd ever done. Bet, you know, it was a, a blast. <laughs> as far as you knew, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And the big Serious. the big issue with that day was we were doing two back-to-back episodes and we couldn't figure out what our pairing was. So we had yeah. three pairings with each one of them. <laughs> we had a lot couldn't of liquor. Down. And like, I had a lot of liquor. He well, was actually pretty good. I yeah. was I was good in a well, it was funny. Lisa texted me at like six that <laughs> night, and she said, "Where's Rob?" Where's Rob? <laughs> and uh, I said, "I was on that couch." I, when I <laughs> left, he was passed out on the couch. <laughs> Lisa zoomed in and said, "Oh, I see his legs hanging off the edge of the That's couch." Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. That was yeah. a lot. Yeah. We get in trouble. Luckily, sometimes. that was the day that we were closed, so it yeah. didn't really. I didn't have. Well, to that was when we were closed on, on Sundays. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah, a while ago, and that episode is never released. Don't ask for it. <laughs> no. Apparently, it's I been deleted a lot. In that <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So now we're doing the. We'll post fingers. it to our yes. OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. So maybe you need to do an OnlyFans too. I don't think we're, that would make any money at all. No, no, no. We're talking about doing an OnlyFans where we're just gonna be sitting back, smoking a cigar, drinking bourbon. Oh, okay. Just he's, sure. like, he's gonna have his feet bare, so yeah, actually yeah. have a little bit of that going. You gotta get those people in there on it. Maybe maybe unbutton the shirt and have yeah. a nipple hanging out or something. Yeah, yeah. But other than that. You know, that's what people. I think Dan oh, Kidd yeah. needs to do with this Chugs brand is like mm-hmm. starting OnlyFans. Of course, should. he lifts weights. Like that dude, he's fit, so he yeah. can totally just do yeah. shirtless yeah. bottle <laughs> chugs. And I'll bet Bourbon you. Bros would pay for it on oh, OnlyFans. I'm, sure. I'm yeah. telling you what, I don't know how that dude sitting there running those minis and stuff like that yes. stops and chugs a bottle. I'm like, what the? I would be puking. Well, I'm like <laughs> meeting him. He's a monster. He's like, he is not built for running. No, he's not. <laughs> like, he is so buff <laughs> that he, like, I don't know. Ooh. What, yeah. so That's what actually is? pretty good. This is the one, Four Fingers 1205. Yeah, the 19.8 wheat whisk. And I'm not a wheat guy, and that's actually yeah. got some good flavor to it. I mean, we are four pours in. <laughs> that is really nice. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea they had six-year-old stuff there. No. And they released this wheat whiskey and then a bourbon. Uh, six-year-old bourbon like a month or two later. That's got so. some really great color for a wheat. Yeah. So is there is the rye still called Four Finger Rye? Or is, yeah, I believe okay. so. Yeah. So, so they've rebranded everything. Everything, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I remember trying that from them like at first, and I was uh, like, this is solid. It will be more solid in a year or so. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, of course, that was two years ago. That was like at the start of COVID where I got uh, bored and was just like, I better try these Indiana brands. <laughs> <laughs> and it's appreciated. It? Yeah. But like they've hit six years on the bourbon, on the wheat. And I'm not sure if the rye's hit six years or not. But, but I'm with you. I think the rye was the best thing they were making. Yeah. Uh, but this wheat whiskey, I don't even know they were making at all. It's good. I mean, that being Very said, fun. rye typically comes of age, yeah. in quotation marks. Yeah. The, quicker than uh, a bourbon. And I do think... Weeded bourbons or wheat whiskeys do take until that like six year mark yeah, yeah. before they're really good. Because there's just so much out there that is really good that's wheat. So like you yeah. can't come in like real young and uh-uh. be like, hey, like no, 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 it doesn't yeah. work that way. So. So continuing to talk about more distilleries in Indiana, have you ever had anything from? Um, is it Three Rivers up in Fort Wayne? Three Rivers, yes, yes. What do you think of their stuff? Because I've, I've only had one, and it was a little underwhelming. It's pretty young stuff. Like they've been around. They've only been around for a couple of years. The branding it's was been, great, though. It was. Which you can't say for a lot of Indiana yeah. brands. Right. <coughs> Cardinal Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> they need a new label. That's all we're saying. Well, <clears throat> well, do not. All I'm saying with Cardinal Spirit is do not put out a single-barrel bourbon with a green label. Yeah. Just change. Like. Yeah, don't do that. It's a rye. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. The little freaking triangle looks like it should be on the bottom shelf at Walmart. Yeah. Come on, guys. You can do Rebrand. better. Now. Yeah, you're doing At least good put stuff a freaking now. bird on the label or something. <laughs> I mean, there is spirits. a bird on the back. It's yeah, a little tiny guy. Yeah, but yeah. no one knows. No yeah. one cares. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, hire the guy from Three Floyds. Dude. He'll, he'll put some, like, dragons and stuff yeah, on the label. Really <laughs> You're not shy on graphics. Yeah, it's yeah. a good label Actually, got. Yeah, Did three, you know three Floyds looks like stuff that should be flashing a tattoo. Do you know the, right. old, <laughs> the old Three Floyd stuff? The guy that actually was making that is new, is now doing it for for uh, Pax Verum. That's why all their labels look so amazing. It doesn't yeah, surprise guy. me. Yep, no. yep. He hey, Cardinal, I'll bet you could get him to freelance for you. I'm sure. <laughs> Payment whiskey. 
they need to do something. I mean, they got great stuff, and that's the only reason we care about their label. Yeah, right. I mean, if they if they would change, their, I mean, and again, it's all about shelf appeal. If you have something that looks good, it's at least going to get your eye to make you want to think about trying yeah. it. You're gonna pick it up, look at it. At if least. it looks like, I mean, that's that thing with Castle and Key. That looks, that's a beautiful bottle, badass yes. bottle. I hate the bourbon. Like yeah. I just think it's underwhelming <laughs> for the price. It feels, a little, it feels young. Yeah, it's very young. Yeah. But, but there are people who love it. I mean, I know, I know. Uh, Will's wife Becky absolutely loves but that one and two. That heavy metal cork, like everything. Badass. It's wonderful marketing. Yeah. Okay, what was your question before we oh, got on three that? Rivers, three yeah, rivers. Three Rivers. I, I don't know they've got anything over a couple of years old. So, okay, okay. And there's some distilleries in this state where I'm thinking, like, why why not, right? Like, at some point, whiskey needs to be a certain age, bourbon and all that, to be really appealing to the masses. But I also haven't been up there. I know they've got an incredible, like, cocktail following and food and all that okay. stuff. So maybe that's what they want to be. You know what I mean? Could maybe be, they don't be. want to have the 10-year-old whiskey one day. Yeah. Uh, but I do think most of their stuff I've had from them was six months to like 18 months, something like that. And it's gotcha. just, it's tough to compete in this market when everyone else is hitting four or five, six, seven, eight years. Yeah. State, yeah. You know what I mean? So and maybe they've got stuff they're sitting on. Maybe they just want it to be like great when they do it. But as far as I know, they haven't released anything in the past two years. And that's our hard thing with Indiana Whiskey Coke is when you find one of those 15 gallon barrels, like, like the one we did. Like we did. It's fantastic. Yeah. But marketing a barrel that's under a year yeah. is hard to it's do. Tough. Yeah. It doesn't sell itself on a shelf. Yeah. Yeah, because did you ever have that inaugural barrel of ours? I did. No. Um, it was just a year old. Yep. Not quite a year old, I think. Do you have one while. in the back? I don't. Actually, oh. I have a little bit left. I'll make sure I'll let okay. you try what's left of it. There's a little bit left. <laughs> um, but it... It was the best thing they've ever done. Yeah. But the, the, they didn't have the vision of selling barrel proof. They're like, oh, we can make more money if we proof it down, like charge more. Right. Yeah. I mean, people will buy this. If they would have started with that, I think they could. They would be on the, in the scene right now. Yeah. Of course, they also the visionary behind the company was not a was not plugged in with the bourbon bro no. circles. Right. You he know? was a, yeah. he was a hell of a distiller. Yeah, he had oh. no idea the right. market he was selling to. Yeah, yeah, it's tough because the bourbon and their white dog, their white dog, fantastic. Yeah. Probably maybe one of the best white dogs I've ever had. In my I life. think okay. so. I I would put it up there with Jason's. Really serious? That's, that's Easy. high praise right there. Yeah, Easy. Yeah, because yeah. Jason's forever was my absolute favorite. Oh yes, yeah. but I will tell you, Matt at uh at Indiana Whiskey Co. Which he sold not, me. I've heard uh, he's not there anymore. Okay, I don't know who it went to, but he sold me a 750 of their white dog yeah. because I liked it so allegedly, much. Yeah, we all allegedly, bought, if that's we not all bought allowed. One. Allegedly, no. <laughs> allegedly it happened. Yeah, we dipped the bottles down. And just, yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, fantastic experience. That's yeah. actually how he and I met. I don't know if you knew that or Is not. It really? Yeah, we were on a barrel pick um, for the Indiana Bourbon Indiana Club. Club. Yeah, and everybody picked one barrel. And he and I were the only oh, two to pick the other, other thing barrel. is, Indiana Bourbon Club is not affiliated with you. Yes. No, no relation. Just that, I get I, that question yeah. all, all the time. time. And all the time. vice versa. Yeah. Vice versa. I, mean, I always ask people because I'll have picks, pickups from you and, yeah. and from the Bourbon Club. And I'm like, which one are you? <laughs> and I say, are you Indiana Bourbon Club? Yeah. Dirt. I'm like, no, Indian, that's Indiana Bourbon. Yeah. I have to explain yeah. to them. 
Which is yeah. confusing. Is Talking confusing. to Cole, he said, I didn't even know Dirk existed. If yeah. I would have known when, <laughs> when we started this, he said, I would have chosen another day. Well, yeah. and granted, Cole was really getting into it because he was getting into bourbon and he wanted to create a community to, yeah. to bring people together around something he was learning about. He had no idea at that time. So yeah. People always ask why I haven't started a club of any kind. I thought, well, Naptown and Indian Bourbon Club are doing it so good. Like, there's not a need for anybody well, else. I don't and think. bottom line you is, know? dude, you're already busy enough. Yeah, I don't need anything I can't else to do. I don't so. know. <laughs> how you do what you do. I, she I, does most of the doing for me. So without her, I'd be soft. So. Well, that makes a lot more yeah, sense because yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I know the other day you were, and again. Man, is that you again, trying to tell us your glasses? <laughs> my <empty>? glasses. <laughs> I'm not empty. Um, damn. Um, he already said he, he's a police officer. And I knew you were dropping off some stuff one day. Well, he said, he texts me and says, hey, I'm a little bit, I'm going to run a little bit late. I'm on a SWAT mission right now. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> Dude's busy or do some whiskey and, uh, I remember the first time I met up with Dirk. We were in like a Menards parking yeah. lot. The <laughs> next thing I know, a police like SUV rolls up next to me, and I was like, "What okay? is this about?" Yeah. By the way, is that okay to leave in? I don't want to oh, get yeah, in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. okay. okay. It's so fine. straight up, and then I. And then I saw Dirk, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's an officer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just did not put yeah. two and two yeah. together. Yeah. But no, it, it's a good time. But it's it's busy. It's definitely busy I bet, right now. I so. bet. Well, and I mean, well, you're basically you, a club at this it. point without the social gatherings. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the most part, of course, a, you're showing up to enough social gatherings that you. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. You know, most clubs are going to be anywhere from a couple hundred members to four or five thousand members. You got thirty thousand followers. Yeah, and that'd it, be hard to build a club around thirty thousand people. It is. <laughs> the tough part is that in this state, you can't ship. Spirit. So it's like right. you, people mm. that want things can't get them. I'm hoping at some point Indiana kind of comes around and realizes that they got it. they're hurting local and family-owned businesses by not letting people ship and all that. So uh, we're hoping, we're working on ways to do it. There's well, different people out there that will ship for you, but like to raise any money for charity, you're going to lose it all. Trying to, you know, ship, ship yeah. all that. So. Indiana is so far behind all that. Same way with so tobacco. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I had on the docket for today was mm. – talking about the taxes they're yes. trying to change the taxes on tobacco and um the, the state that can't get past the fact that oh my god tobacco's evil as opposed to realizing if they change this tax they're going to make more money as a state yeah. because all the low-end cigars that are 90 percent of the sales in our state are the ones that are going to make all your money now mm. they just can't get past we're, the fact that oh we're going to lose money we're going to lose two hundred fifty thousand dollars if we if we change this tax, <laughs> you're gonna gain about seven hundred thousand right. on the lower end stuff. There's there's a balance there. But really, the thing is with that is that's a move to support small businesses. Yeah. There there comes a certain point with every single cigar that we can't compete with Cigars International and Thompson and Atlantic and all that stuff because right. they're a no tax state. Which they're basically like he who they're like he cigar his, Amazon. they're like Amazons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It's like. People buy in bulk there, and they buy one or two here. But if you were to... You guys better catch up. Oh, my man. goodness. My I'm enjoying this 1205. <laughs> I was, too, but I was really far behind on the other one, so I so jumped ahead. But, yeah, See, changing that law. He knows how to take it down when he needs to. <laughs> changing that law supports small business. So Now, do you care about us? And, and you know, as much as states claim that they're they're trying to to support small business, they really aren't. I mean, it is so much work as a small business to figure things out. Yeah. And 
My well, God, I mean, just, even within the county, every county's different, every state's different, yeah. and then I mean, you have three different things. You got this. You got your city. You got your count. Or four. You got your city, your county, your state, and then you got national. And there are all those things are working against small business. And yeah. Like, so you just got to figure it out. Dirk, what are we drinking right now? Uh, Hard Truth, Sweet Mash Rye. It's the chocolate malt uh, release they did. They kind of there was a chocolate malt, a caramel malt. Than just a malted rye. I yeah, think they put yeah. out. It is. It, we is have this their rye. distillate? Yes, it is. It's, yes. it's just over two years, I believe, and just an eight barrel uh, batch. So, mm. and this one, when I, I was, we were at the distillery a few weeks ago. This one actually, if I remember right, has a very distinct cocoa note yeah. in it. I mean, very, very distinct. Yeah, and I think the percentage of uh, chocolate malt is very low. It's like. Yeah. 11, 12 percent, something like that. So, but the flavors That's really, really good. come through. That's the really three, good. This is my favorite one uh, by far. But yeah, I, I bounce between this one and the caramel malt. Yeah, yeah. Both of them are really good. Wow. That's a great pairing with this cigar too, because this it cigar really has a lot of those chocolate notes in it. It really does. But uh, there's a lot of distilleries playing with chocolate malt. Yeah. Um, I know Starlight was doing a chocolate malted rye that yep. they threw in VDN barrels. Yeah. And one of the few that got out there ended up being a Rare Bird 101 pick, which okay. he's a wild turkey guy. Yeah. You know, he yeah. wrote, uh, I think the book's called America's Spirit, which is basically a love letter to wild turkey. Right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, somehow I managed into one of those bottles, and that's one of my favorite VDN okay. finishes I've got. Have I had that? If you haven't, I'll bring it. <laughs> All right. I can't remember if I've had or, that or not. No, I won't bring it to the shop. I'll definitely give you a pour though okay. yeah right. yeah a little behind the scenes on the three maple barrels that we tried at starlight before we picked the one two of them were i believe a chocolate malt uh at one time oh really awesome so it's chocolate malt you could really pick up the chocolate malt in it but i, I like the traditional like the straight maple like i'm a sweeter not too sweet but sweeter like bourbon kind yeah of guy, that's so. me too where he's more of the medicinal rise i'm yeah. more on the sweeter bourbons yeah yeah some of the, you we see those tables coming out after mine, like those are both have the chocolate malt in them, and they're pretty. That's sick. one thing that's kind of fun about you know this show is you know he and I have a lot of similarities in our palates, but we also the things we love the most. I are think like we can pick out ends. similar notes, but we do. Just, I mean, we both we appreciate enjoy. the different things that we like, but like he's uh, like that old bones. Yeah. I mean, I literally took a sip of it and I poured it out and said, nope, that's not our pick. <laughs> like, that's my jam. I, I liked it, yeah. but I knew it was not a barrel pick for us. Well, yeah. He's like, yeah, let's keep going. Pour <laughs> yeah. some more. You know? Well, I remember even leaving that pick that day. I, I uh, told, told the, him. I told the guys from Crossroads, and I said, hey, you let me know where this barrel ends up yeah. because yeah. I want to buy bottles. Right. Actually, yeah. the, uh, the label they used for that was – the same label they used on a Naptown pick. Okay. And that's why it didn't say cognac on it because it was one they had to repurpose. Yeah. On your Naptown, bottle. I'm just letting you know, you lost out. The cognac <laughs> finish, way better. <laughs> oh. No, actually, their pick is fantastic. Their fa the, the, the Old Bones yeah. Naptown pick is great. Unbelievable. Yeah. But, Again, you got a, a place like Backbone, they source everything. They. Yeah. Un you know, unapologetically source everything, mm -hmm. but their finishing is amazing. Yeah, is. I mean, that trip, I don't know if you've had that. I mean, uh, in that triple, the light whiskey. Yes. Yeah. Is finished in, in the uh, Imperial Stout barrels. That's freaking amazing. I mean, it's they're doing a some whopper. great, it's, it's, 
hundred and what thirty proof whoppers, hundred twenty seven yeah. proof <laughs> yes, whoppers. Yeah, straight it's up. So good. Yeah. And I love what they're doing with different things. That's why I mean we fell in love with the bo- the barrel we picked. But the one he picked was super special. I mean, how how often are you gonna find a seventeen year old Canadian right. rye finishing yeah. cognac yeah. barrels? Yeah. Never. never. Absolutely. Well, and the the other thing is that I loved about Backbone, which they are in Indiana, but they're completely a source brand, is that on that pick, you can ask them anything. We asked them where that Imperial Stout Barrel came from. Yeah. Actually, that – so we have three whiskeys on our bar that came from that pick. That that light whiskey, which the distributor bought, because we were like, this is great. This is not our pick. But this is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we got our pick, and now we have my bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but that didn't happen very often when you do a pick and you end up getting to get your three top barrels and you yeah. get them on the bar. Yeah. That's pretty freaking yeah. amazing. So, but, but really, that uh, they're so upfront because I asked them, like, that old Bones Rye, I said, is that Alberta? And they told me exactly where it was from, and it wasn't. Yeah. Like, which. I don't know. Not everybody who's sourcing is willing to be up front about <laughs> where you, the barrels are coming from. What are you talking about? Yeah. So I don't know if you want to. It's get from into a this. general distillery in Tennessee. It happens <laughs> not to be Cascade Hollow. Huh. I wonder who that is. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you want to get into this. And if you don't, we can just chop it, whatever. Um, I know. I know you've been talking about getting into a nonprofit, going yes. to. Yeah. Is that something you want to bring up? in the show if you don't that's yeah, fine yeah, we, we can cut it that. okay oh, we can do that. all right because sure. i mean that's something i think a lot of clubs don't realize you get into i mean because you've got you got hit with some pretty heavy taxes yeah because uh, we're in the wonderful state of indiana that <laughs> loves are. their taxes we are so i mean is that something you want to get into maybe yeah, we clubs can talk can about learn it. from a little bit like, we thought last year after the noah and tier both got killed that we were going to raise money Regardless, right? We didn't have any funds set up, no charity, have no experience at all with any kind of charity, anything. Made some donations over the years. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but we thought, let, let, let's do something here and let's see what we can come up with. So obviously what we were doing at the time was kind of running through our own personal stuff because it just happened. There was no like heads up on these kind of things. You know, they just kind of took place. So we thought, well, let's just raise money right now and get these families some cash to help with whatever they need to have help with. So uh, come tax time 2023, we realized that all this stuff showed as income. You're like, oh, uh, shit. Yeah, oh. Which I kind of knew would happen, but at the same time, like there's a certain threshold of like $20,000 you got to like, we can work with without, without having to claim that stuff on your taxes. Yeah. Well, we, we more than doubled that. So uh, come tax time, uh, Income tax uh, came out of my pocket for these charities. It ain't can, and that would be uh, self-employment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and and to back up a little bit too, you're not taking a bottle you get for three hundred and twenty-five bucks and marketing it up to four hundred and making profit. No, you're literally just like passing it on. Yeah, yeah. So not only is he giving these bottles out for people to buy. He's paying taxes on this stuff yeah. out of his own freaking pocket, which yeah. he's a police officer. He doesn't make yeah. crazy money it where was, this is actually just easy. Yeah, it, it was a tough tax season uh, this year. So what we decided to do is, is start this 501c3 where we're going to run all the things and we've got the account is nearly set up, but we're, we're going everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had some banking issues. We're getting there. 
But you, the filing for 501c3 was easy, but doing everything uh, after that has been tough so far. So we, we, if you think about doing a charity thing or your barrel leases or whatever going to go to a charity cause, do this first. Yeah. For your own sake, for your own finances. If you're a cop with a kid, <laughs> I'm telling you, do this first. So what we've got now is a 501c3, uh, non-tax deductible, all those things. So we're, we're doing it right as of now. But last year took a took a big hit. So we, we would I would do it again. Well, the raise the money we raised was phenomenal. I mean, way, way, way beyond what we thought we could do with this. Uh, but if you have any intentions of doing any kind of charity work, start the charity first. That makes yeah. sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, and I'm probably going way off the rails here on this, but I think we need to come up with some kind of a like GoFundMe no, for no, people no, no, that no. for you got thirty thousand freaking followers. If everyone dropped in ten bucks on that, no, your no, taxes no. are covered. No, we're fine. We're fine. We, I know said, you are. We started to realize that halfway into it, I thought I need to put something aside here because, uh oh, you know. And, oh, and, and I don't fine. know. The wife's over there going, "That sounds like a She's great like, idea." <laughs> <laughs> but no, we got through it, and it's fine. The taxes got filed. Everything is good. Yeah, uh, but going forward, dirt that still sucks, though. It, I mean, it sucked, but at the same time, like it, it's worth doing. Like it, when yeah. these things happen, like it, to see the community that rallied behind these people. Are you yeah, gonna do a barrel pick that helps your tax situation no. at all from last year? <laughs> you need a urban tax fund, dude. Nobody, uh, nobody would care. And no, no, no. Not. And uh, and the the thing is, we we we're kind of joking here a little bit. Yeah. Not really, but we're kind of joking here, but. This this guy is one of the most humble people I've ever met. <laughs> he is doing he would this not all ask. for the hundred hundred percent for the right reasons, and it's like to hear that you got hurt so bad on taxes sucks because you did this for all the right reasons, and you're paying uh, I'm for you, like, it. it financially. It, it was bad, but like <laughs> it was it was bad. I'm but, fine it, financially. <laughs> terrible. It, like his wife just fell off of her stool over there. That's okay. No, but I think what the the cause that it created, I think, was worth every penny. And I'm telling you, like the to pay to watch people respond like they did would be worth every cent to me. So yeah, it, the, the way the community, not just cops, but like people like you guys that came together and like gave us a place to like distribute these things from. Well, can we do like a stick it to the man raffle for you? <laughs> Gotta do something, man. <laughs> no, no. I'm serious. I, I, I would love to find a way to, and, and again, I know how humble you are. I know your character is above reproach. Yeah. I, but nobody else was going to do that. Nobody was well, going to do that. But well, people got involved, and that's what we wanted. And yeah. I think going forward, like, it's, it take one rough tax season to make this into, like, a movement like it is. It's, it's worth it for me. So Good. I, no, we're good. We're fine. We, we're doing <laughs> just fine. Uh, but if you want to contribute, you let us know. <laughs> you let us know. To, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out a way to contribute. We may do a stick it to the man. We raffle. need to do something. <laughs> we do need to, yes. Because they're doing all this stuff. You can say no. And it doesn't sound like he's do, making anything from it. <laughs> no. no. It, was an ex, it was an expensive cause, but a cause worth the expense. That makes oh, we, well, I mean, we things understand like, that. Things like that, that sweet corn barrel. I mean, that yeah. was a $300, $325 bottle. And you're putting, you're building these amazing you know, badges to put on that stuff. That costs money. All the all the money you put into this, plus distributing, plus you're driving around spending money on gas and time <laughs> to deliver this stuff. 
it's costing you money. I mean, there's got to like be a you, way. You guys, when you started the business here, like there's just those upfront costs you just got to do. And that, to me, that's what it was. It was an upfront cost. And but now the difference that we're rolling, is I'm making income. You're <laughs> <laughs> not. No, I'm, uh, no. But we're we're good. Derek, now. The we're only good. reason we say this is because we care about you. We really do. I do. We love what you're doing. Yeah. We love the cause. We love everything about what you're doing. There's. Yeah. That's why we wanted you on here because we wanted hey, to talk about. Throw this. your cash app or your Venmo in your Instagram profile, <laughs> <laughs> please. We'll get people to throw you to th- find a way start to do selling that. Yeah. feet pics or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no. On feet finder, <laughs> only, only only fans, yeah. dirt fans, only yeah. fans. But I, I did want to mention that uh, working with Jason Fruits Old Fifty Five Distillery, uh, the plan is right now June seventeenth, we're going to do a fundraiser. Uh, all for the end of watch legacy fund foundation. So we're going to try to do like a silent auction table. We're going to do a barrel pick ahead of time and just kind of have like a, a place for cops and community kind of come together and raise some funds for uh, the charity. Are you so, going cool. to do like a full dinner or something? Or we got just, some food trucks coming, some barbecue, cool. something awesome. like that. It's great. Like. So we're in the early stages, but it looks like June 17th, we're going to do uh, a big bash out there. So if we can get you guys, we're looking for vendors and people set up booths and kind of all that stuff. That's great. So, We're a part yeah. of it, sure. Yeah. 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 Well, and uh, I'll throw this out to you right now, too. I know we've talked about it. If you ever want to do some kind of an event here, yeah. we're here for you. We definitely want to be a part of that, too. So right You guys have been priceless. Like I said, this last barrel with the cigar batch we did, that was just Danville pickup only. Well, my wife shopped there in the boutique. Uh, I, I got so many people like, man, like, why not final third? It's like, well, we were just busy and like there wasn't a lot of bottles. So we thought we'd try to. Wait, people it. were asking for final third. Not, they weren't at. They were demanding final third. They're oh like, my goodness! <laughs> well, I didn't well, realize people care. Oh, a lot care. of the guys, a lot of the, a lot of the the officers from over in Richmond area yes. and on the east side of the state were like, I'm so glad I can come here yeah. and not have to drive to Danville to get the yeah. bottles. And obviously in Indiana we can't ship, right? So you have to make that choice. And I think. By being closer now, if there was a place in Richmond, it'd probably be even amazing too. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you guys have been priceless on this closer thing. For like them, it, yeah. Was with Sierra and and with Noah stuff. Like they were all much closer to you guys than they were to us where we live. So without yeah. you guys, we wouldn't raise half the money we did. And I really appreciate. Being and able Noah's to do that, family so. doesn't live too far from here, right? No, they're in Fishers. Fishers, yeah. yeah. Fishers. So that many fifteen minutes away. So yeah. legitimately dirt. We're just storing stuff for you. But it, but if you didn't, I couldn't move it. You know what I mean? So like it, it would be. I gotcha. The two hour drive, people would, and some people would make it, but like it's just not. It's a four hour round trip for most people that wanted these bottles. And right. For you guys, it, it's like forty five minutes each way, which is doable. You know what I mean? So it, it means a lot to us, and it really the 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 success of this thing. It was an idea I had, and then everybody else made it happen. You know what I mean? Like I had an idea. I'm like, well, let's see if we can make something out yeah. of this, and then people like you guys made it work. Well, great, great ideas have a way to find people that want to be a part of it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things you have going is like everybody wants to somehow get in on Indiana bourbon. Yeah. And it's, it's and help out great. with whatever it, it is. So, I mean, it's a great cause. Great people. Um, we're excited to be a part of it yeah. for sure. Well, thank so. you very much. No, thank you, man. Yeah. So you have any more tasting notes on the cigar? Uh, this, this cigar, we completely blew past the second, third, but. It doesn't really matter. In the final third, you get into more of those toasty chocolate notes. Absolutely. Uh, the retrohale ends up being a little bit more red pepper. It's not super spicy red pepper. No. But it, it definitely enters into that. 
now I kind of wish we had this hard truth chalkboard <laughs> in right here because it's a beautiful. I can check into that and see. I don't know if that was distributed or not. I'll bet not. I don't think so. Because I was talking to him down there about that. And I think that was one of the ones that didn't make it. It was the it was the two malt rice we had here. Yeah. Yeah. What you got, Rob? Same. Okay. I mean, it's I'm I'm getting a lot of baking spices. It's definitely kicked up on the spice level a little bit too. I mean, I'll be honest, every every bourbon on here has gone great with a cigar. So I'm thinking, you know, this is definitely a cigar you can put with about any bourbon you want. Um Honestly, this cigar might go really well with some other spirits like the scotches and tequilas as well. Yeah. Um, really, really nice too. So I could totally see that. Dirk, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having uh, me, guys. We Absolutely. appreciate you, bud. Yeah. Hey, and you guys, if we post like a, a Dirk Fence we'll raffle, <laughs> <laughs> don't be surprised. Yes. <laughs> We're going to do something. I We're going to do something. You yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. I mean, anything else you want to add? Is there anything yeah. else? Yeah. Any shout outs you got? You want to talk for about yourself? Personal plugs. <laughs> we, still, we still got some time. So if you no, have anything no, no. else. I think we covered a lot of it. Like I said, the Bourbon Awards are coming up this fall. I uh, hope you guys follow that. Like, to me, it's a great time. We get to try, retry for the most part, everything that's kind of came out in this state uh, this year. The End of Watch Legacy Fund is going to be doing a lot of fundraising. Um, we're still hoping to have a bunch of money just kind of like put aside in case we ever need it. And God forbid we ever do. Uh, the Old 55 event, June 17th, it's going to be a good time. We're going to have some local distilleries giving out some like, or for auction, some really like, uh, fun bottles we think some rare stuff so cool uh yeah no i just appreciate what you guys are doing letting us out here and hang out no well, thanks for coming great. on the show yeah. honestly it it's a pretty big deal even to have you on here yeah it like, really is it all is. the things that you're doing in the name that you are in the community like you mentioned to anyone in the in indiana about at indiana bourbon i mean most people don't even know your name's Dirk. Right, yeah. I no, but most people don't know Sarah. Yeah. Like, but having you on here, fantastic. Yeah. I love I that you're upfront and like ready to talk about everything you're doing. And you're doing great stuff for the community and especially in that end to watch legacy fun. It's, yeah. it's yes. amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah and I mean, it, you know, if, if you haven't already and you're following us, Definitely get on Instagram or Facebook and follow Indiana Bourbon. Um, again, you're you're gonna get in on some really awesome bottles, but you're really more about the the legacy that's coming behind it. And I think it's it's a uh, it's gonna it's gonna continue. I, I don't see you stopping anytime soon. No, no we're gonna keep um, going. But again, the more the more the stuff is bought, the more you know you're able to continue to do it. Yeah, it the better it's gonna be going Absolutely. forward. Um, Thank you again for yeah, everything you you're guys. doing. We really appreciate it. Um, where can people reach out to you if uh, they want to follow you or reach out to you? Is there? And that's one thing I was going to ask you too. Is there an actual page for Indo Watchers all through Indiana Bourbon? Not yet. It's all through Indiana Bourbon right now because okay. that's where all the eyes kind of go. Um, we're working on quite a few. I mean, I'm telling you, like the behind the scenes busy stuff right now is super busy. So we're yeah. trying to get uh, a page going just for that. We're going to try to do things where. Uh, a lot of the barrel picks will go to people that have supported the charity in the past first. So, like, it kind of keeps I me, mean, you should reward people that have been, you know, following you and supporting you the whole time. So, we're yeah. working on things uh, on that angle. So, uh, they also don't cost you anything to do. So, uh, but right now, Indiana Bourbon, uh, at Indiana Bourbon on Instagram and Indiana Bourbon on Facebook is where you can find me. I tried yeah. TikTok, I was terrible at it. So, <laughs> don't worry about that page. That's okay. Yeah. TikTok's a whole different <laughs> yeah, animal, man. It is. Cool. It is.
Well, you can find me at the Whiskey Pastor. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. Our, our Facebook page is Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. YouTube channel, Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. All the podcast platforms. Yeah. Again, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we look forward to doing something else with you here absolutely. going down the road yeah, too, and continue it up. So totally. yeah. thanks a lot, buddy. Appreciate it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers to you, buddy.